real and virtual motorsport meet. From the ITA studio, to the paddock, to the sim rig. Pull up a chair, pour a drink. This is the Into the Apex Podcast. Into the Apex Podcast. is on the road in Watkins Glen for the six hours of the Glen. And we are in Watkins Glen for Into the Apex on the road, on the road again. Bradley and Tyler here trackside at Watkins Glen International. Bruce Perry, Mr. Watkins Glen joining me last year. We're a little bit more deep into it this year at the track, Bruce. Uh, We are at the Bruce Perry headquarters. RV, easy up in place, grill, fire, sunset. It's perfect. We don't have the fire started yet. That's but, true. You know, It'll come soon. The coming. fire's in his it's eyes. Coming. The fire well, we are. Yeah. is in my heart. In my belly. <laughs> the fire's in my heart. In my belly. It's literally on my skin as the sunset <laughs> shines and burns into my corneas. Yeah, but that's, that's one of the quintessential things about Mad Sim Racing is the sunsets. You guys we, love the sunsets. We love it. We like to sit I at the sunsets. I it for you. It's here. In real life, the rays are burning my eyes forever, so I'll this, never see my rig again. This is what I would call... There's a word for this. It's perfection. It's something. Heaven. Yeah. <laughs> Heaven on earth. This there's That's something. The well, yes. There's something perfect about and in the sim we've been obsessed with the, the sunsets and the tra- transitions from day to night. And here we sit doing this show, going on 2 years of doing this show every week and never missing a week. And here we sit finally at the track at the sunset. It's the first time we've been in this situation. It's magical. Bring a tear to my eye. It Hold does. Me. But this is Hold me. by far, out of all of our road shows, this is by far the most camp- in- encamped and most comfortable we've been, I think. I would agree with that. I think that's right. Because we've done shows, obviously, in Indianapolis at a brewery at Bad Weather. Or not, uh, Daredevil, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Had a couple of a couple of whiskeys. Um, and going to have a couple more. Yes, but we've never, and we've done things at tracks at various places. Um, I would not call that comfortable. This is comfortable. The weather here today and this evening is absolutely gorgeous. It's a little bit cool. It's crisp. It's not muggy. The sky is clear. It is sunset. Various smells of foods, fire, smoke, all kinds of stuff. And here we are in comfortable places. Yeah. The, dew point, is, the dew point is two. Yeah. The wing is the, the wing is four. The wing is four. Downforce is four. Yes. The downforce Every, is five. Yes. Everything, everything is perfect here. The to describe, I know Tyler told me, and I've seen pictures, but to describe what it's like to sit here on the top of basically what is a hill at Watkins Glen. Yes, it is a and, basically uh, a hill. Yes, but to be here at the top of that and 
from the top of that lookout to the Finger Lake to see the town, to see the <laughs> don't don't even okay. don't even nope. uh, <laughs> to see this. I'm trying to paint a beautiful picture. The scenery so from this are, track, yes. yes. The scenery from Work this that track. Brush, my man. Yes, I love. I've always loved VIR and what it feels like and what it looks like. I, it's hard. I'm not going to put. Obviously, I'm not going to compare. Oh, I see what's about to happen. You're about to, you're yes. about to put Watkins Glen above VIR. Rob, as far I, as Rob, God, I hope. As Rob far as the atmosphere, the scenery, it's just there's nothing like this that I've been to so far. It've it's wide open. VIR. Yes. It, it's it's beautiful. I won't yes. say it's not. It is. It, it really is. Yeah, and that's the thing. It, I'm not putting it down. It, it, it's just like what you guys said. It's like a like a uh, Boy Scouts. Or yes. Something. It's yeah, summer it's camp. camp. It's summer yeah. camp. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is. It is. Um, so I won't. I won't say that. But here in upstate New York, which most people don't think about upstate New York or New York in general being like this. With yeah. Mountains think and of the city. And the yes. And, you know, we're in wine country here. So it, it's, uh, yeah, it's beautiful up here. And, um, you know, usually the weather's pretty nice at the top of the hill here. I, I've mm. been here for some pretty bad weather in years, but uh, this this race, this time of year, it's usually pretty nice. That's kind of what it, that's a good way to describe Watkins Glen if you've never been to it in person. Um, you're the, you're at the top of the hill. Everywhere you go, you, if you get to the top of a grandstand in particular, we were earlier today for first practice for WeatherTech. Uh, we were at the top of the Jackie Stewart grandstand. That's where we are sitting now. Right behind the Jackie Stewart grandstand is is where we are, uh, with sights on uh, the the ending corners of the track, uh, and uh, we're just across from the back straight going into the bus stop. That's where we're located as we sit here. Um, if you get to the top of any of these grandstands. You see the the Finger Lake, uh, which I yeah. talked about last year. Right, it makes me uncomfortable to say. Uh, you see the lake that's at and, and at the foot of that lake is the village or town, small town of Watkins Glen, and you see all of that. You see the rolling the rolling hills. Uh, as you come into the track, you're kind of inside of those. You're in valleys, but when you're here at the track, you're you're raised up and it's everything wide open around you. You can catch your breath, you can breathe, and it's it's that kind of feeling I think that really makes this place really cool. It, we'll, we'll just call that Lake uh, Lake Seneca, if you don't like to use the yeah. term that, You mean the actual technical name yes. of the lake? I think that's good. Think this lake you don't Seneca. have to call it the Finger Lake. No, you don't, you have, don't to. have to. Yeah. yeah. We just kind of like it. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like back to what you're saying with the, the whole elevation thing. Yeah, I don't really know of many other tracks that are, are like this. You know, I mean, yeah. not that I've been to anything like Mount Panorama or anything yeah. like that. Right. So, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. But here yeah it's, it's it's great and you know on top of the hill and the, the hill itself has hills there and uh, yeah you know if you ever seen the elevation of the track itself like that's that's a lot of up and down to yeah. Glen. so yeah it really is it's a beautiful place picturesque with the boot you feel like you're kind of you kind of go down and back up with the boot you right. kind of go that's, down it's a little dip definitely. yeah yeah when you see it in person it's you're kind of going down into the boot and then you're coming back up out so of we, it so we used to years ago when you're we allowed my brother and i bring our like our 10 speeds or mountain bikes or whatever up here and we'd ride the track which gave you a real perspective of how much you know a drop off there is going down in the boot i mean mm. you, you just coast down there you're flying <laughs> and then you had to really work it to get up out of the boot it's it's yeah that's so i mean in the sim cool. those are the most dangerous spots going uh, i usually lose it going into the boot and coming out of the boot it's, it's coming out i don't think yeah. all the years i've done it in the sim i don't think i've ever hit that turn the same twice yeah, yeah. and you, it feels so in the sim it feels so light the steering there right. yeah you're terrified it's yeah. terrifying every right. time I'm i either terrified. tip i clip the gla- grass 
or I just it feels so light you kind of lose it in there. Yeah. You feel no grip whatsoever right so there. So I often wonder how these guys feel when they're when they're going through there. I would love to drive I a mean, car just, through there. Right? It just looks like they're hammering through there. Yeah. You know, today we were watching them, but you know they're not. But yeah, yeah it's, it's interesting. I, I can't imagine, and and really the courage to go up the S's. Uh, it's yeah. full throttle. It's not as singular, singularly dramatic, if that makes sense, as say a rouge at Spa, where you're going up a blind right. tail kind of. But it, right. I mean, I would say, even in the sim, they're blind. So in real life, it's my what I've learned from sim versus real life is it's exaggerated in real life without a doubt. Uh, so anything that seems steep or hilly in the sim is more so even in real life. Yes. Uh, well, like you were saying earlier, Bradley, the, the sitting in stands and walking around a little bit today don't realize how much banking there is here you know some of these turns you, you stare yeah. you look at them like wow there's there's a fair amount of banking yeah there. yeah yeah the yeah. final turn there where we were standing yep. first you obviously in the sim you can blast it through there and most car most of the gt and road cars yeah. and i understand why now there's a, there's a good amount of banking yeah, yeah. you can kind of launch it in and it's still touch and go to just not hit that wall yep I, yeah i attack that corner in the sim Attack it. Attack it. Go after it. Go yeah, after that's right. It. That's get absolutely some. true. Get, get in get there, some. Lewis. Get yes. in there, Lewis. That's what we do. <laughs> I, but I do, and you, and you run over those the uh, rumble strips there, and you narrowly miss the wall coming that back. That was cool listening to them when they were, uh, what was out there, uh, Mission Pilot? Yes, yes. The TC there, cars. Hit, yeah, hitting the rumble strips. Getting everything they could out of yeah. it. I, you do love to see that. Get every little ounce out of it. And seeing it in real life, it's sketchy. Especially when we're in the grandstand watching them. Yeah, the, uh, some of the Mercedes, yeah. Getting loose coming out. And that's one in the, in the sim that I've lost quite a bit of times. And you go straight into that left side of that wall right before pit entrance. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. It's a treacherous spot. Uh, so we're here uh, in the campgrounds at Watkins Glen, again, behind the Jackie Stewart grandstand. And uh, I feel like this is... Uh, we, we talk about the the setting, the sunset setting, and things like that. The weather, the I mean, it's perfect. It's really perfect right now. It's not humid at all. Uh, coming up from the south, where it's been so muggy, it's really great right here, right now. Um, but beyond that, uh, I I think a cool part is the camping aspect. And we've been kind of talking of every road trip we do. We talked about it with VIR. We talked about it more with uh, Petit Le Mans. And this is, I mean, for Bradley and I, this has been the first IMSA race that's been not freezing cold. The last two we were at, Daytona and Petit Le Mans, we were freezing. It yeah. was it was realistically not comfortable. Bruce yeah. was at Daytona. Every but, time I go to Daytona, it's freezing. I don't yeah, I, <laughs> that, that really <laughs> turns oh, me off. It's beautiful down there. It's disappointing no, it's to me. Stop lying. It's my only yeah. Florida experience. It's our first time to Florida, and it was yeah. bitter cold. But here we go. It's nice. It's perfect here to this weekend right now. Um, so we're kind of get we're, we're getting the camping experience in. Uh, we're here where you've set up uh, the the Mad Sim Racing slash into the Apex headquarters RV. Mobile command center. Mobile command center. So it's <laughs> off camera. You see a tent behind us as well. Um, so we're we're hanging out here into the late night, uh, drinking whiskey, uh, various whiskeys and bourbons. And uh, we're right. <laughs> Bradley's got us. Oh, Bruce is taking, <laughs> taking a shot. A shot. First Bruce shot of the night. Taking a shot. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Uh, Cheers. We're simulcasting on Twitch, by the way. We won't harp on that too much for folks that are listening to the the actual uh, Spotify slash Apple show, but we are live on Twitch uh, from the campsite here, which is kind of special for us and uh, pretty new. Uh, we last tried to do this at Daytona and had some audio issues, but we figured that out, and we're just hoping the Internet holds up. Uh, so, yeah, the camping aspect, I'm, I'm appreciate. I mean, basically, you're listening in real time to that sink in 
to the appreciation of the camping. I mean, for Bradley and I, it's happening now. For you, Bruce, you've been, this is not your first rodeo, would you say? No. I, I think I've been camping here in Watkins Glen since I was early teens. Yeah. You know? So uh, back in the 20s. Uh, yeah, something like that. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, down there in the street course when they were, when they were down there. Anyway, no, um, I've camped most areas of this track for us. First time I camped, like, right here in this spot. Um, this is a keeper. I like this spot here. The spot. So this is new. Yeah. This is a new spot for you. For me, oh. yeah. yeah. I've camped over, you know, behind us there, all over. But um, I, I don't know what it is. Um, I think I've always told you guys there's nothing better than just soaking in all the atmosphere at the races and that means yeah. being at the track at night and just being here the whole weekend you know it, it's different it's it's just different like you you'll see i mean it's yeah. kind of calm and everything right now I don't, I don't think i'll get too crazy tonight but uh it's different atmosphere at night here you know that's what that's what i'm waiting to kind of get yeah. a sense of because we all i mean so far bradley and i as we've traveled to so many races um the past year and a half and you always have that moment of oh you're looking in the rearview mirror as the uh tower fades in the distance you're leaving yeah you're going and to it, your hotel but you feel like place. you're leaving the party in yes 100 percent. yeah i remember when i used to come up to like formula one and stuff here with my father um we stayed in ithaca which is it's a little ways away a little ways yeah. away i don't know why he always liked it there but <laughs> he did anyway so he um you know was one of those ones well we got a long drive let's get out of here and races wouldn't be over and even as a kid i said the same thing i'm like yeah but but there's still stuff going on at the track yeah we're missing that yeah i i nah, there's nothing going on <laughs> yeah you, you <laughs> yeah, feel such childlike disappointment right yeah even to, this day. yeah even to this day even to this day oh right? yes so um fast forward my brother was living in new york he uh we'd bring a tent up yeah, just like what you're doing Brought the tents up, and you know, every year we improved, got more people to come, more tents, and just just loved it. It just we just come up here four, sometimes five times a year, uh, for like all the events, mm -hmm. and it's just something about this place in camping. I mean, in in general, yeah. any racetrack. I go to races. I, I love the two, three, four day weekends, and you just you camp at the track, you stay at the track, and you know whether it be a tent trailer rv it, it don't matter it's just a good time i good time. i said that uh as an observer uh visiting so many different tracks and i'll say it now at, you know even to this day second time here at the Glen now for me uh, i observe that camping is more central to this this race this event this weekend than any of the other tracks that i've go to, i've been to there are more people camping than any other place i've seen so far that we've been to it's modest at VIR, but it's nowhere. I mean, this is this blows it away, the amount of RVs, tents, and, and that type of thing. And the interesting thing is it's a little bit of a light crowd. Mm. I mean, we walked around a little bit, my wife and I, last night. And, okay, it was still Thursday night, you know. Um, but when we got to the top of the grandstand, I looked around. It's like it's a little light. Space Do you think more people will show it? So we're taping. So this bit of the show is on Friday night. We've just finished first practice for WeatherTech Sports Car Series. You think people will show up on Saturday, or do most people get here Thursday, Friday? Well, most people are here by tonight. Yeah. I mean, as we sit here and chat, you've seen some RVs and campers. Still yeah, some in. folks you, are You'll get the in. Friday after work crowd. Yeah. You know? So, um, so no, there's, there's still more to come in. I don't think that much more. Um, 
Thursday's when the place opened, and most of the campers were, were yeah. here already. And, so, and yeah. I that was a thrill last last year, my first time here, walking up the S's back straight to the bus stop, seeing everybody set up for camping. And I always kind of ogle everybody's different setup, and you, you kind of like, okay, that's cool, that's cool, that's cool. And yeah. I feel like I want to kind of fuse that together. Yeah, there, there's something about that. I mean, I've been camping here for years, and I do the same thing. Even today, I still take away stuff from, yeah. you know, like, oh, check out the yeah. you know, people cross. It's an open bar they've got set up. Uh, yeah, it's beautiful. You know, tiki torches or whatever, you know. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they are pretty. They are pretty to look at. Yes. Take something away from you. Uh, oh, the sun is down. I can oh, move. Oh, the sunset. There you go. It's you finally the, uh, got the sunset. It's behind the outhouse. <laughs> so, so like the people across from us, they have one of those life-size like Bradley's adjusting Jenga, folks. Uh, Jenga games. Oh, do they? Right? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, it's right on the other side do. of the tent. Yeah. You see it. They were playing it last I, I, night. Cornhole's cool. a staple. Yeah. Cornhole's a staple. Without a doubt. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, you see all kinds of interesting stuff here at night. Get myself adjusted. Oh, you got it. You got it. Okay. How how am I in the video? Uh, you're a little low. A little low. Yeah. What does that mean? You're a little. Oh, hey, Rob Gregor's on the chat, folks, on Twitch. This is again, we're simulcasting. So for folks on the in this, just listening to the the non-live version of this special show. How's this? This better? Way better. You're good. Way better. Okay. Bruce, Rob, we only have two cameras, so Bruce is off camera. That's true. We couldn't afford to put Bruce on camera. Yeah, Bruce didn't want to be on camera. <laughs> well, no, my contract said. Yeah, his true. contract. We don't yeah. pay him to he be. He doesn't on allow headshots. But like but uh, I will say this. Uh, I don't want to be. We can only show Bruce's torso. <laughs> <For, laughs> <laughs> we, can, we can't afford his head. Only from the neck down. <laughs> yeah, his contracts. It's too low. Yes. Uh, now I'm not Jeez. gonna. Everybody that's that's with us live on the simulcast on Twitch, we we welcome you. We're not. I'm not going to talk too much chat wise because we're taping the show at this point. Uh, but Rob, I will throw this out. We do have a phone connection and a fourth slot. Call us, Rob. So if you want to get on the phone, we want to talk to you about some things. We have some matters to discuss. Yeah, Rob. we have some matters. We got questions yeah. for you, boss. So uh, if you're free, if you're, not, if you're not just checking in, Rob, you you could be on this show. And if Rob's not free, hey, somebody on this chat, if you want to be involved, be involved. <laughs> just call just, us. Just somebody please, God, call oh, us. That's the most desperate Help thing us. I've ever heard. No, we're fine. We're Next fine. caller. So we're sipping a B dialing. We're we're camping. B-dialing, we're sipping. Folks. We're sipping some Sazerac rye whiskey uh, that we've just broken the seal on. Bruce is having. Bruce just took a shot, by the way. Yeah. Just, <laughs> I just caught a chill. <laughs> it's a little chilly out here now. With the sun's it's beautiful. It's now. beautiful out here. On, I was relying on that sun. So we're well, sipping away. Sunburn, so. This one. Cool, there's cool. no time limit on this one, folks. So hold on to your hats, um, because we're going to be here all weekend, and we're going to be taping all weekend. But. Um, Besides the atmosphere that we're outlining and waxing poetic about, besides all that, he love waxing poetic. We, he cook, loves to wax. Poetic. We're cooking out. We're gonna have some wings on the grill here in just a moment, uh, live on the show. Soon. Oh boy, uh, the the grill is prepped. It's uh, we've just had some brats, and uh, we're gonna have some. What are we having? To, what are we having for the f- the middle of the weekend meal tomorrow? Tomorrow night, steak meal, yeah. steak. Kielbasa? Bone and ribeye. Okay, I thought we were going to have some of Bruce's kielbasa. (laughs) What? What? That's breakfast. What? What? So we're going to have some Bruce sausage for breakfast. (laughs) We're going to have a little. With a side of Bruce eggs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh almighty. Bruce is going to lay some eggs tonight as he sleeps, and we're going to crack those babies open. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) scramble them over easy. Uh, Yeah, uh, that's what we're going to do. Um... (laughs) 
<laughs> no, we're going to have, some, what is it, filet mignon? No. What, what's it going to be? Bone-in ribeye. Bone-in ribeye. Bone-in okay. ribeye, straight that's, from the butcher. That's the Saturday. That's So after the Michelin With, pilot uh, race. Some, uh, let's see what we got. Uh, we got some corn on the cob. We have Ooh. I love corn on the cob. Yeah, I know you do. <sighs> <laughs> Please <laughs> stop, guys. Please stop, fellas. <laughs> what else? I, need, I need a shot at this point. What else are we going to have, Bruce? What else are we going to have? Name some more food. <laughs> <laughs> what has this become? Corn on the cob. This is the food ASMR show. Corn on the cob and. First. Do we get dessert? Do you have anything sweet? Yeah, we have. I, I believe we have ice cream. Oh, you, you have ice cream. Have you got a freezer in this? You're thing? not joking. You have ice cream. Oh shit! Oh, yeah, I got a freezer. Can you make me a, a Sunday? Yeah, please. Make, will you make Bradley a Sunday? Please make me a Sunday. You got bananas? No. Yeah. Do you? Are you joking with me? Can make a banana split. You're joking with me. You don't have bananas. Yeah, bought some at the store yesterday. What do you not have? I haven't been in this RV yet. What do you not have in there? It's nice in there. My dogs don't have them with me. Oh. I've seen a lot of dogs here. There's three German Shepherds beside us. Well behaved German Shepherds. Yeah. But we're not going to discuss that. So so we're going to have some good steaks tomorrow. Baked potatoes. Yeah, we go. The the. Theme of this weekend is cooking out at the track for a an endurance cup event. Yeah. That's the theme of camping. The weekend. What is it like, us being first timers staying at the track? Um, we haven't stayed a night yet. Obviously, this 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 show, like Tyler said, is going to be kind of spliced over the nights. But so far, we've not stayed a night, so it but, looks nice. But basically, I like the idea of it. The point is you're going to work. The point is It'll you're work. with us for this. That's true. This is a this is a into the apex cookout. That's true. If you're not here and you're listening or you're on the Twitch simulcast, it's a virtual cookout. If you're here at the track watching, <laughs> like, come on like by. Second. We have brats in the trash can. It's a virtual cookout. <laughs> it's a virtual cookout like Second Life. I know. Second Life. Yeah. We'll, we'll deliver you a you sausage like in a bun. <laughs> virtual. A virtual sausage in, in a virtual bun, folks. Who doesn't like virtual sausage? Uh, <laughs> Sim racing, folks. Racing. No, racing. Racing, folks. Motorsports. So, back to this is going to be a long one, folks. Camping. Yeah, camping. What, what what are your thoughts, Bruce? I mean, you're what? you're we're leaning on you. I mean, for God's sake, you helped us build a tent. We don't. Me and Bradley I know, don't even. That was wow. We don't even know how to put a tent together. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. A lot of people have asked me to uh, do a lot of video, like of you guys. Oh, putting the tent together. All that, all that kind of stuff. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and and that didn't go very well. No. The tent building by Bradley and I did not go very well. Yeah, we, we haven't put a tent we, together. We fun, yeah, since 1998. We I, I told you guys, I'll help you. Yeah. I'll help you. You did. We we fundamentally had no idea what we were doing. For example, much to the entertainment of the folks here, the there were these little mini spike things that were attached to the bottom of the tent. I used those to ground the tent and like yeah, put it in the ground. Yeah, I was wondering what the thought process was. Yeah. Right? I mean, the things <laughs> like are those, like, yeah, like they're small. three quarters of an inch yes. long. Yes, we get that. Uh, and you think that's going <laughs> to hold the tent? Exactly. I was trying to understand but what I, Yeah, doing. I put those in the ground, and then we're like, where do we put the sticks, the things that, that make the tent come up? And you're like, oh, you you put them on that. And then there's these larger the stakes that go female into it. Yes, yes. So. Is, that, is that really? Male, female? You have to understand, People, there's a lot of people listening to this going, obviously, this is the case. But from two people that have lived uh, or have not camped since 1998 in Boy Scouts. Cub Scouts, let's yep. say. Let's say Cub yeah, Scouts. Yeah, it was Cub Scouts, yeah. Intense um, a long way since Yeah. I would say so, and I don't remember anything about that. It was a long time ago. Long way since <laughs> I blocked used it out? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we've blocked those memories out. Yeah. Uh, that's dark. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Nothing happened to us, folks. We're okay. 
but yeah, the tent, as you can see behind Tyler, if you're watching on video simulcast, uh, the tent is fully. <laughs> Dad went up. <laughs> the tent is fully. <laughs> the, folks, I'm sorry to our sponsors and anybody uh, with class listening. The tent is fully erect. <laughs> it's fully pitched. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry if there's families listening to this. At this point, when you if you listen to us, listen to us for the last year and some change, what did you expect? We're live on location. Yeah. We're drinking. Yeah, this is what you want. It's only going to escalate. Yeah, it's just like we we said the other what two weeks ago. This is what you wanted. If you're listening to this right now, this is what you've chosen for yourself. We got here together. Yes, we got here together. <laughs> I'm still waiting for Rob. I have nothing from Rob, by the way. Live update. Nothing from Rob. Rob is afraid to call us. I want to say one of those well, guys. Say, he doesn't like to cold canvas call people. I won't, no, he. I just want to say he was checking in on this simulcast oh. chat. So he's not even listening right I, now. I, I, he must not be. Somebody call Rob cold canvas him. I've got a couple. I've got Bruce's number. I got Cody's number. Bruce is here. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know I'm not gonna call, call in. Him. Call in, Bruce. <laughs> um, makes sense. But just play a character. There's some chord management that we'd have to do, so we'd have to take a break. But uh, I'm still going to hold out hope that we get Rob on a Friday night. It'd be nice. See we can happens. get him tomorrow night, though. But well, you won't yeah. know if you're listening. This has all been done at the same time. This is there's yeah. certainly no management of presumably. Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, certainly not. Not much is going to happen tracks uh, during the races. Uh, this is going to be the cookout. It's going to be right. cookout show. The sun. Oh my God, the sun is beautiful. It's and Bruce beautiful. has fairy I'm lights. Gonna, Take some pictures. Take of some this. pictures, yeah, my man. Uh, Bruce has fairy lights. Beautiful fairy lights. I never would have thought Bruce would have fairy lights, but they are uh, ambient and they're nice. Ambient. Is this so? This is your setup. Where do you typically take this setup that you that would you have? Where where have you camped in this racing wise? So obviously here, um, mostly if a lot of people know my background. Mostly dirt races. Yeah, that's of, a good point. Yeah, we go to Super Dirt Week up in Oswego every year. Going there for about 30 years now. Um, so this setup will go there. Um, Eldora. Mm. Actually, what you're looking at is partial setup. Oh. I do have another 10 by 20. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, in some of these races we go to, like when I go out to Eldora, um, we have anywhere from 6 to 10 campers rv show up trailers and all of, um, in like your group, group. yeah Ooh. we have our own little island so that's that's area. a step above here like by a lot only because of the number of people mm. right uh so you know uh everyone brings stuff everyone brings food kind of potluck it's pretty mm. cool we, we have some good eating you know it, it's it's interesting so the, the difference between uh this type of racing and dirt racing is at all the dirt races it's daytime is your downtime yeah that's right? true yeah Maybe that's true night. here everything's during the day and yeah. nighttime's your downtime um so you kind of at the bigger dirt events you have all day to kind of sit and yeah. drink and <laughs> hide from the sun but then you go right. in feeling pretty tight pretty yeah. nice yeah, yeah so it's interesting here's kind of the other way around yeah um you know so but yeah, it's it, and in a lot of this is a collaboration of just years of experience and stuff, and what works and what doesn't. So yes, this is partial because it's kind of a quick weekend. Yeah, you know, um, although I'm now staying Sunday, but mm-hmm. um, you know, my wife's with me, so she doesn't always go to the dirt races and stuff like that with me. So, um, would you say outdoor yeah. is your biggest of the year? 
Yeah, as far as the number of people and the amount of space we take up. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Amount, you know, yeah, the, um, the cooking, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> we eat so well. We, we have to I go. Usually, the show has to go to our We do, door. yeah. We do. I think you have to hit one of the big ones, you know, just to, to understand it. what, what yeah. that is. You know, it's Good. it's different. Um, you know, even one of these times, if you, it, depending if you come here regularly or whatever, there's there's a up the top of Lake Seneca, mm. Finger Lake <laughs> <Say> Seneca. Don't uh, <laughs> say it like that. Yeah, there's a dirt track up there we go to. Um, there's actually one fairly local here to Outlaw Speedway. Oh. It's right up, I don't know, 20 minutes from here, um, and they run our beloved dirt modifieds. And stuff oh yeah, the big, the big blocks. Thing. That's the what's big, big blocks, up here. Yeah. Yeah. So so you know. You guys get a little first little taste of what dirt racing is, but for the experience and going to a big event and in all Eldora, yeah, definitely. And you it's know, it's kind of like place. this. It's in the middle of nowhere in uh, Western Ooh. Ohio. This, this is this is no. This is kind of in the middle of everything compared to compared Eldora. to that. Really, yeah, oh. really. I've looked at it on a map, and that's it. Eldora is, and everybody. It's you know, I've taken over years taking different friends with me out there and everyone says the same thing we're, we're, we're cruising through ohio which you know how ohio is yeah just flat yep open everything's a right yeah. you know 90 degree turn yep <laughs> right when you get off the highways um you go through miles and miles of just like cornfields yep. and wheat fields or whatever that's like you know, e- it's indiana go it's like going to indianapolis yeah yeah and everyone's like where the hell are we going you know, <laughs> and it, it's really amazing because as you get there, like, just just wait for it. Just wait for it. You get there and there's actually a little bit of a hill uh, coming in Route 118 to the track. A little bit of a hill. And I'm like, OK, when we crest this hill, you'll know what I'm talking about. Mm. And, and you do. You, you, you crest that hill and boom, there it is. It's there. It's like thousands of campers. Mm. You know, just all this open area, the big track, the, you know, the yeah. stands. There's, there's something, something about it. There's something to be said for that. Like coming in here, uh, Tyler's psyching me up, saying, "All right, around this, around this turn, you'll see it." There's something. Um, I don't know if it's emotional. It's just part of our minds as people, right. where you come up on something you've seen on TV forever, or just on something that's significant, where something big is happening. In the sim. Yeah, people are gathered. And you come up on it and you see it in real life for the first time with your own eyes, not on TV, not in pictures. And it's it's like an adrenaline kick. It's an emotional response. There's just there's something to that. I don't know what it is, but it's just and it's only sometimes it's only the first time you see it. There's certain tracks that when you go to so many times, you get it, but it's not the same. And that's right. like today seeing this track and the hills and the view for the first time blew me away. Yeah. And I think, you know, for me. You're right. Like I've been here so many times. Yeah. It's like, yeah it's right, you're numb. I got you're to watch it. You're a little numb. You're a little numb to it. But what's cool now? It's like delivered through you guys. I lived oh, it through him, we, and we love doing that. So last, love living last year, Bruce lived it through me. Yeah. This year, I lived it through Bradley. <laughs> you should have seen the. What state is this? Of, like an Inception vessel? Yeah. You should have seen the. You should have seen the state. I'm bringing somebody next year. You should. I'll live it through through her eyes. You should have seen the state I was in bringing him up this track. Yeah. No. New York state of mind? What? No. Sexual what? state. No. Wait, what? Wait, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Pennsylvania? What? 
Jersey Shore state of mind? Well, yeah, Florida. He said New York, New York state of mind. Yes. Empi- yeah. Empire state Empire of mind. State God of damn mind. it. That's the song. All right, Jay-Z. Um, <laughs> Jay-Z and Alicia Keys, everybody. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, oh, but right, I, you came up from town? Is that the way you came? Came up from North Carolina, Bruce. <laughs> We've not. Bradley has not yet <laughs> seen the village. I've not seen the little. The village? Bradley hasn't seen the town of Walking. Are there the Amish there? <laughs> oh, Rob just said, do I call you? No, Rob, we need to take a break so I can set some chords up. Do but you? Rob, give me a thumbs up if you're there and you're free to talk on the phone and we'll make it happen, son. Any, moving on. Uh, no, Bradley, Bruce Bradley has not yet seen the, uh, the, the town of Watkins Glen. I think it's, it's important that he does that at some point. So. Yeah, some point. I think it would be good for him. So you came in like, what, 414? Oh, don't ask me about road names, GPS. Yeah, I don't know. We came on 16 over here. Oh, you drove like behind. Yeah, uh, we came around. Yeah, we ran we around went the through course. Corning, okay. Corning. Yeah, painted post. So, coming up from town is it's pretty cool because you start coming up the hill and like yes. you can see the track up on the hill. Yeah, so and you're driving on the same landscape as the track. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of neat. Um, I thought it was pretty cool. Like you guys got to enter the track when there's stuff going around. Yeah, the, the Lamborghini. I've got video of it actually. We went under the tunnel. And just hearing the Lamborghinis blast yeah. over the tunnel. And there's the Lamborghinis in particular sound fantastic. They do. Um, anything. When you go through that tunnel, anything everything. sounds good. Yeah. Daytona was here. like that. You know what I mean? Indianapolis you're, you're is like that. Yeah. yeah. The, 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 the I will say, aspect. I do want to say, though, as far as just the epicness of it, obviously we've been to, I've only been to a small place, a small number of corners on this track. Right. Um, going into the bus stop was cool. That was very cool to watch them barrel in. Yep. Still, the coolest thing I've ever seen in person is Turn One Daytona. That really? was that's the, the speed they rocket in there at, yeah. the quickness of how they break. You're not going to say anything about it's the epic. Indy 500? It's epic. The Indy 500 is different than the IMSA thing. Okay. I'll, I'll allow that. But as far as watching IMSA, like if you want to impress somebody that's never seen IMSA racing cars or IMSA cars, DPIs, whatever, take them to, to the seats at the very bottom, okay, Turn yeah. One Daytona. They're going to have their mind blown. I'll allow that. Even yeah. someone that doesn't like racing is like, holy shit, this is cool. Yeah. This is neat. Because I go cool. watch those videos still to this day, and it's impressive to me. Yeah. And I like racing. I'm used to it. <laughs> so, Numb to it. I'm impressed it's myself it's sometimes. It takes a lot to get me impressed anymore. It does. My, my, my adrenal glands are so worn out. That's right. I think, I mean, we Americans need to go to do some European tracks and get, get our... That's true. So, we, yeah. need, yeah. we need to get our heart... Like, we need to go out west to Laguna Seca with yeah. Mr. Bivens. Yeah. I, I mean, for, for us... The lovely Jason. Yeah. I mean, you've been to lots of these tracks, Bruce, as both a spectator and a team member and this and that. Bradley and I have been visiting East Coast tracks a ton. And we're now doubling back on a lot of them, like for right. me this weekend. Right. So at some point, maybe, yes, you get numb to it. But the experience, I think, is amazing each time. Depends on who you bring with now, you. But you got to sometimes travel the world as a motorcycle. That's true. Fan. Get passports, travel the world. Go to Lamar, for example. Within right. your means. I mean, I right. know everybody's different. Put, but put the, S- the USS Bruce Perry on a cargo container. Oh, for Christ's sake. Think. I don't think that's going <laughs> to happen. Well, I'll tell you that dream I had. What? You, you took the RV over the ocean? Yeah, I don't know how we did it. You could walk on water? I never told you about this. I don't think you did. We don't talk about your dreams, Bruce. Tell us about your dreams, Bruce. Did you dream it? Somehow we took the RV to Nürburgring. Oh, shit. And we were driving on the track. Oh. Yeah. The RV? Yes. And we were all... I told you that. Did we win? We were all stopped on the track, just sitting there. This RV? Yes. And it's like, what the hell's going on? What is going on? Why are we sitting here? I'm like... 
my wife's like, why don't you find out what's going on up there? I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah. going to go check this out. And I get out of the RV and I walk up there and you two guys are painting stuff on the track. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the hold up. I hope we're painting the, the Into the Apex logo. And on I there. woke up. I told you that. Had you met us at that time? Yes, obviously. Okay. Yeah. No. He, well, I was just oh, going to say. First, no. Yeah. Online. He dreamed us in. So existence. you didn't know what we look like. Only online. So what? What did we look like in your dream? Folks, like, we're a bunch remember. of grown men that met on the internet. I'm sure someone's diagnosing me right now. Did we? So right. you hadn't seen our faces yet. So did we look like Lego men? Yeah, maybe. We what, were like gray alien blobs. The fuck did we look like in your up. dreams? I, I, it's important I to me. I told you because like I don't remember this. This is the weirdest thing. I'm really uncomfortable. I think I'm gonna go Put, home. Putting you on the spot. <laughs> Actually, I just made room inside for you. <laughs> oh, oh, we're gonna sleep in the same. We bought bed. this tent for nothing. We're, we're gonna, gonna we're sleep gonna sleep in the same bed. Yes, oh, please. No. That's so sweet. Scary. <laughs> Rob is available for a phone call. You guys want to take a break and Be get Rob? Be dialing. You want to get Rob yeah, live on the line? Let's get Rob on the line. First caller. All right. The sun is setting pretty, <laughs> very prettily. Uh, Twitch simulcasters, don't go anywhere. We're going to stay online uh, on the show. We'll be right back with Rob Gregoire pending no te- technical difficulties. Oh, God. Oh, we uh, we'll be right back. No break. We'll come right back in literally one second. That's the end of the show. You're coming in live from Canada. East Coast, Canada. <laughs> Welcome from Canada, right, Rob. So, so, yeah, how, yeah, yeah, yeah. so how much is this going to cost us, Rob? <laughs> oh, no. It's going to cost you anything. What do you mean? It's not, it's not, not 1991. calling down there, do you? It's not 1991. I don't know. I mean, I've never called anybody out of the country. Wait, did you call him? Well, I guess. Yeah, I called him. Yeah, they, you guys called me, so it's definitely on your dime. Jesus, that's what I'm trying to understand right now. So uh, so, what do we need to ask Rob? We got Rob on for a reason. Well, we're here camping. Uh, what I wanted to get Rob on for is because, Rob, you were like a hop, skip, and a jump away from being here. All the way from the Shire up in Canada. Oh, and I had, when I woke up this morning, I had the regret that I didn't do it. I know you, yeah. I mean, do you, you probably th- should at this point. Do you think you should? Do you regret, are you having FOMO right now or what? What's going on with you? Oh, big time. Big time. But it's just like, ah, oh, man, it's a long, it's 16 hours. You know, I'm sure, like, when I got there, I would have enjoyed it, but it's just I know on the way back I'd be kicking myself in the ass. Yeah, that's Six, the hardest thing. 16-hour drive from Prince Edward Island. So you were going to sleep. We were talking about this. Uh, we were legitimately, up until yesterday, the day before all of the sessions, um, up until, yeah, up until before all the sessions, we were, we were literally talking about, him coming here and sleeping in his car at some point. You were going to sleep in America somewhere, correct? Yeah, I was just going to pull over somewhere and just hop in the back and crash out and hit the road again. And try, <laughs> you know, save myself some money. And then again, it's just like on the way down, I'm sure I would have been, no, oh, yeah, it's a big adventure. It would have been a great time. But then on the way back, I would have just hated myself. But you would have come so. down here by yourself. That's correct. Oh, yeah. And I'll maybe, like, maybe I'll do it next year. Is that a tight that length of a drive, sixteen hour drive from Canada to the U.S. to New York State, almost to Pennsylvania? Really, is that a, is that out of the character for you, or would that be something that, with premeditation, is reasonable for you to do? Oh, I could do it. Like I wouldn't again. Like as long as I can break it up a little bit. Like eight hours is what I could drive comfortably. Twelve on the on the outside of being just absolutely like, exhausted. So, like, I'd never make the full drive in one go, but 
I'd have no problem doing that. Like I've driven, I've driven right across Canada. It took like sixty hours in the car. Sixty hours. Yeah. Really, sixty hours. Yep, to drive right across Canada from here to. You sleep in the car. You sleep in the car while you do that. No, we 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 stopped and camped in certain spots. Okay, so you, well, let's. I want to talk about this. So, really, your close call to come in here—that's one thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, I'm sad you're not here. In fact, my heart is broken that you're not here. But Bruce, <laughs> Bruce completely rebuilds my heart, so everything's actually okay. But I want to talk to you. We we thought we were going to get some sound bites from you last week. We were at VIR. You were in Montreal. Uh, we didn't get anything from you, Rob, because you. It sounded like you were really kind of piecemealing it together in Montreal. You were. Sleeping in your car, am I right? You were basically homeless in Montreal for a weekend. Oh yeah, it was the trip went just off the rails. It just did not go the way we had planned, but we we salvaged it, so it, it worked out. Yeah, it was hard to try to get any like sound clips or anything like that. W- were you planning to sleep in your car? No, no, we were planning on camping, and then we just got to the spot, and they told us that we couldn't take our car to the site. <laughs> and, like my what the fuck is that? my tent literally goes on top of my rig. So it's just like, for me, it's like without it, it was useless. So I just end up sleeping in the parking lot in my car. And how did you sleep? Not well? <laughs> Not well. <laughs> Not well at all. Okay. And, and tell me about, I want to get your take on the air about the F1 experience as a fan spectator. Uh, I Well, the first day I was pretty ticked off. Um, there's just... I didn't really know what to expect. I'd never gone to that track before. So um, I know it's pretty old. Like I said, it's like a man-made island. So I knew there might be some areas that you wouldn't be able to uh, to be able to access just because it's right on, like, on the other side of the wall is the water. So, like, I kind of expected that. But once I got there, I didn't think it would be as bad as it was. There's just nowhere to get a good viewing unless you were in a grandstand, which really drove me nuts because when I bought the general admission tickets, they said you get like two different grandstands that you were able to access on general admission. I'm assuming they'd be first come first serve. And we got there and we said, none of them were accessible. We're not allowed to use any of them unless you had a ticket for it. And, uh, pretty much that was went for pretty much anywhere. It's like general admission would only give you very limited viewing on a couple of straightaways. And that was it. So like you, you couldn't, it's just, and it's not that they had to, it's just like, they put up fencing that isn't normally there throughout the year to stop you from being able to get a good view. <laughs> so it's like they, you're watching a, through the race of, through a fence, through a fence. And the only reason that first fence is in front of you is simply so that you can't get better, get a better view than you would pay the money going to the grandstands because they, they line up exactly with where the grandstands are. So it's clearly done by design. Well, for example, well, you, for, no, for example, like today at Watkins Glen, we walked our first time walking up to look at the track was uh, the very last turn onto the front straight at Watkins Glen, and there's a short fence there, and obviously the safer or the barrier arm curve arm co wall or whatever, yeah. you can just stand there, lean on the on the fence. There's an opening there. There's no security. Nothing. I mean, absolutely nothing. Bradley's trying to say he thought about running on the track. No, I'm saying you could have. There's abs- there was absolutely nothing well, stopping you. Rob, you I'm just saying it, it's more open. It is. It's more fan friendly. Is all. Rob, I'm Rob, you've experienced the IMSA experience. Uh, you you described the F1 experience as pretentious. You got yelled at for looking through a fence you weren't authorized or paid to look through. 
You described it as pretentious. Well, yeah, That's I the tried word. to look down at the hair connector. It's just like, it, was, it wasn't even a good view. It was literally, because like on all the fencing that was in spots where like the fence needed to be there, but there's clearly a good view of the track. They had like this blue material that they put over it to kind of obscure your view. Oh, that's horseshit. And there was this one little slit through the fence that was also viewing. It was like a fence that you viewed through this little like six inch gap. And you weren't even giving a clear shot of the hairpin. You were still looking through like this like temporary venue spot with seating where people could like eat and drink. So like it wasn't even like a good view. And like if anybody went by, like even myself, and like you try to look through it just for a second, a security guard would come over, but you can't do that. <laughs> like you're not good enough to lay your eyes in, on that. It's just like, it, was, it was so bad. And like I said, it was, it was pretentious. Where it's just like when you get a general admission ticket at IMSA, which both like Petit Le Mans or Daytona, there's very few places you can't go. Yeah. And the places that you usually go, like they're just like, like I said, they're. They're, they're, they're kind of exclusive to some degree, but it's kind of like they're very limited. And if you want to pay to go to them, you can. But it's like general admission, it was like you got nothing. To, to get any type of good view, if you want to view any turn whatsoever, yeah, you have to have you're, – you're paying money of some sort, uh, additional. Uh, I, I think that's and the reason just, we stopped going. It, it's bad. It's just like – I think like IMSA does – IMSA has that accessibility because they kind of have to just for their own survival because they're not – you know, it's not the pinnacle yeah. of motorsport. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but would, you'd have to think that if they got as big as F1 tomorrow, they'd have to do the same thing as F1. <laughs> and it would be a shame. It'd be a shame for us because uh, I've not experienced the F1. So I, I'm taking your description of the F1 fan experience as uh, limited based on your income, which is disappointing for the for typical people because you want to have the experience you want to have. Uh, for IndyCar, that's a oh, layer right. down because for IndyCar, exactly, you can you can move around the road courses for IndyCar as you please, but to get in the paddock, you do have to pay extra and have an extra pass. It was like that at Barber. It's like that at Mid Ohio. You you're paying a, you're paying a good chunk extra. You have to have the means to get in the IndyCar paddock and garage in the same way you do at IMSA or an SRO race. But here at Watkins Glen, you're, we walked today and watched everybody, all of the cars and teams, roll the cars out for the first practice. And it's like that at every EMSA race or SRO race in, in the country, the world, wherever. And that is that is where people fall in love, I think, because that is uh, the spectator experience, the paddock experience, two different strong experiences that you get at these types of races that keep you coming back for more for the price of, of one bit of a mission. Yeah, exactly. If you want to do any of that, you got to get the paddock pass for F1, and you're paying like five grand. That's, yeah, that's, I can't even yeah. imagine. Yeah. I mean, to get just know, a spectator ticket's got to be crazy. nuts, man. It, it, it really, like I said, it did make me angry. Um, yeah, it just, it's just like, again, there's it's a, there's going to be limited viewing at a track like Montreal, but it's like the fact that they put up fencing specifically to stop you from getting a good view. That's but it, it's just... It's kind of dirty. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's almost like having contempt for your, for your fan base. And, like, for me... Just in looking at Caleb's face, like looking at me, having to stand around with a bunch of people who are clearly half fans. Like oh, yeah. Tell me about fans. that. They Tell did. me about that. You had some phony fans there, right? Yeah, we did. Like, Sam Hines, like, not, they didn't know what was going on. They couldn't identify who is who. Like, they're, they're trying to talk like they know what they're talking about, and they clearly don't. And it's like, you hear them all over the track. And 
they're the ones who are wearing all the expensive gear and they have the access to the nice viewing area. And, and even sometimes if they're just in general, nonetheless, but still it's like when you have this type of like, it just sucks that I felt like I was being the reason that I wouldn't be able to have the best experience is because I'm essentially priced out by people who wouldn't appreciate this half as much. Yeah, and I was around a couple of other people who were clearly diehard fans, and like I feel the same for them. It's like you're getting the same watered down experience that I am right now, simply because you don't have more money. That's yeah. That that is what I would not want. Well, let me ask this: at the end of the day, at the end of that experience, uh, you you ended up being there for all the sessions, as as I think anybody that would make such a trip would do. Uh, wherever you were able to locate yourself at, whatever view you were able to get yourself. Did you feel like you got to watch the race, or did you feel like you wasted your effort? And I hate—I really hate to ask that question. That's a shitty question to ask somebody that was so excited to go to an F1 race in Montreal. But did you feel like you, you I know, got I was, your bit? I was sitting there. I was sitting there at one point, being like, "I would rather be watching this on TV right now." Yeah. Uh, so it's so so it's like the NFL in America. Like, like the yeah. NFL in America. Formula One is like football. It's it's. It's yeah. amazing on television in a person. It's it outprices their fans. That, yes. that tells me can't go. it's like, not. Like season tickets for well, you know, just Yankees games, that, like, like I was getting 50 grand. Like, a, what, who wants to? Yeah. Right? <laughs> go ahead, Rob. I was just getting such a limited window to view. It's like I watched them coming out of a turn, and you wouldn't even really be able to see them coming out of the turn. or more or less just be like on the start of the, a small straight. And you'd have to kind of be sitting there really, if you didn't have the people around you, either on the live timing or with the radio feed in their ear and kind of saying what was going on, like you had to have your head, it was so much concentration just to look at the cars going by, see them go by for a half a second and have to deduce what was happening. Like, oh shit, okay, like I remember one point saying, like, oh shit, what, was that signs? He ahead of Alonzo now? Like it was so hard, like you weren't really doing the race, you Such were just watching waste. the cars so, go by. So what I'm hearing, Rob... Is that you're spoiled? Spoiled. Rob, Rob is spoiled. Rob is spoiled. He's spoiled How? rotten from going How? to IMSA races from Petit oh, Lamar yeah, to Daytona. So Rob, you're spoiled from going to IMSA races. Yeah, really, he's spoiled. Yeah, it's absolutely. ruined it for life. The openness of the paddock, the the way you can kind of free roam and free range at these tracks, and the laid back of every every time I've been here, other than gaining access, things have been fairly laid back inside the track as it is right now. So I mean. To go from that to, say, a NASCAR or a Formula One, where it's for the masses. This is not, for better or worse, this is not so much for the masses as it is for the enthusiast. Well, Bruce, NASCAR and F1 are for the masses. Bruce, I'll bring you in because yeah. you travel to the NASCAR races here as well. Yeah. And yeah. you say it's completely, the rule, basically, let's put it this way. There are rules that Watkins Glen has listed on FAQs on its website that just are simply not even applicable here, even though I, mean, I guess they are, but... You don't They're have to worry enforced. about them. Loose. Right. So it's different with the NASCAR crowd. Absolutely. I think it's the fan base, right? I always, I think I've said before, you know, this is the wine and cheese crowd, and the NASCAR is going to be the beer and pretzel crowd, and yeah. it's just a di yeah. different. So, therefore, and there's more people. There's definitely a lot more yeah. people here for, for the, the cup race. And, therefore, things can get out of hand really quick. Therefore, there is more security. There's, there's sheriffs. Have you seen one drive by here? Not, not, no. no, I saw them parked. I haven't seen one. Right, for the couple weekend, they just they're driving around. You see their presence everywhere you walk, and you know it, it's different crowd, more yeah. people. You know, anytime you had more people like that. So same thing, Formula One. I know usually those races, there's 
mass amount of people. Yeah. Unfortunately, now that's a mass amount of people with a lot of money because that's yep. just the way the sport's gone. You know, yep. whether they know what they're watching or not, they just have the money to be there, um, <laughs> and it drives the normal people out. But, but you see it. This is such a laid back. Yeah. You know, IMSA endurance racing, sports car racing in general is just much more laid back. You know, you have a sport that a lot of these people actually, you know, a lot of people get involved with. Like, yeah. look at all these gentlemen racers out there. Yeah. You know, all these different classes. Yeah. You know, Formula One. Well, I yeah. guess you could arguably say there are some gentlemen racers well, out there, yeah, uh, right, Rob? There, no. <laughs> oh, Canada, Lance Stroll, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, you know what I'm saying. And Latifi, don't forget Latifi. about Latifi, man. Yeah. <laughs> but, Rob, would you say – I want to ask this of you, Rob, and I, I want to get you off the phone because it's costing me probably an arm and a leg. Oh, boy. Um, but if it okay. isn't, it's been fun. It's, uh, it's been fun Rob, I want to ask you this. Is So we've heard your description of the F1 versus the IMSA, which you've experienced with us in the U.S. twice in the past year uh, in a short amount of time. Um, would you say your previous experiences and the openness of the IMSA experience is what almost had you here in New York with us tonight? Exactly. Because it wasn't like I was just going to go down and hang out for an hour at the track. Like I was going to camp out for a few days, right? So like, at least I could get you know what I... Essentially, going to soak it all in before I'd have to make the exact trip back in a few days. Like, it was always put that way. Like, I'd be spending a little amount of time either driving in my car, but it would almost be worth it. So, so you would have spent less for the optimal F1 experience, but for you, the experience you would have got for the price of the admission was worth all of the logistics and travel, time and cost. Yes? Oh, for like the what? You can't. It's it's hard to even put it in words. Like it's just the bang for your buck and like what you get out of it, the accessibility, the freedom. You know I mean, it's just like it's it, it's it's like I said, IMSA is definitely just for an actor, a pure motorsports fan. Expect the kind of standpoint. It's you hear that IMSA. Uh, well, yeah. My point is, it's you, the Goldilocks. You, you no, know, you hear it's that Goldilocks. Zone. IMSA. Do you hear for that? Racing. You hear that IMSA? Yeah. It, that this man was going to drive sixteen hours. IMSA is listening. Rob, I'm trying to tell Imza that this man was going to drive. Imza is a man. I'm trying to tell Imza that this that you were going to drive 16 hours, sleep in your car, and cross the cross through two countries be, to come to their experience because it was worth it. Don't change Imza, no matter what you do. Exactly. Even if you fucking blow up tomorrow, don't fucking <laughs> don't change. Just restrict the people, but let us in. All right, let us in. Phone, though. Rob. I'll send you a bill. Cheers, Rob. Have a drink for us, Rob. Cheers, Rob. See ya. Rob Garrard, everybody, coming to us from Prince Edward Island, Canada. We're going to take a break ourselves. On the other side, we'll be back here at Watkins Glen. The sun is almost fully set, but the show will go on. The Twitch simulcast will not stop. Into the Apex, we'll be right back. He's off the line. Uh, it's much later here at Watkins Glen in the infield. And uh, Bradley and I are, are chatting here, having some Sazerac rye whiskey uh, on this uh, special episode uh, because we're not going to be anywhere other than the infield of Watkins Glen International for the IMSA Six Hours. Uh, the sun is fully set. Would you say, Bradley, the sun is fully set here? It is. Uh, we're kind of advancing. It's full dark. We, it, is, it is full dark here. Yes. We are advancing through time. Yes, uh, that is what everyone is doing. Yes. But we are also doing that, too. We are advancing through time on a Friday night. We are. 
uh, Jan- Time is, in fact, Ju- moving June, forward. January. Good observation. June 24th, Friday night, uh, in the evening, our f- we've arrived at Watkins Glen. Uh, I mean, if you're testifying, yes, that's <laughs> the time. <laughs> Uh, the cookout is in progress uh, for night number one at the track. Uh, Bruce is cooking uh, wings. He's got a lot of wings. Uh, Bruce is back and forth. He's off mic right now, so Bradley and I are holding the fort. Uh, we're continuing to simulcast on Twitch, uh, which is uh, different for us. Uh, so hello to the Twitch folks. Rob is out there still after being on the phone with us and talking about his uh, F1 experience. Uh, but... It's it's been quite an interesting time here. Uh, we're enjoying some Sazerac rye whiskey and some different shots for Bruce as he continues to cook the wings here. Uh, hello to our fellow campers here at Watkins Glen, uh, people that are just learning about the show. Uh, it's really a mixture of the uh, virtual racing, real racing, but uh, on weekends like this, it's the real racing. Uh, so we've been talking camping. We've been talking the atmosphere here. Uh, for Bradley and I, we are amateurs to this process. Uh, so we're soaking it in. And uh, really, I mean, the number one thing I take away at, th- at this point in the show, as the sun is fully set, as it's about 10, 13 p.m. local time, Bradley, is that uh, we don't have anywhere to be but where we are. You can really just dig Excellent in point. And enjoy that it. is an astute point. We don't have anywhere to be but where we are. Yeah, we're here right now. I mean, y- you can we're be. We're Watkins Glen International Speedway. That's where we are. The track is here, and we are still here. Yeah, that and that uh, Bruce talked about that earlier. That is one of the more interesting things: is that you are at the track, you sleep inside the track, and then you wake up and you're here at the track. And that for us will be a first. Usually, where it's always, oh, we have to get up. What time are we going to set our alarm to get up? We have to be up at this time. It takes this long to get to the track, and it's it's almost to the point that it becomes a little. Not comfortable. It becomes a hassle in a way. Yeah. Um, you're excited to go, but it's also that, oh, we we had to get up at 6 o'clock to get there. We did that just last weekend uh, for VIR. Yeah. We had to get up at like 5.30 in the morning because, we, of course, we being enthusiasts and fans wanted to be there right at 8 o'clock when the action started and get the full day. Um, and here we are. We're, we're, gonna, we're at the track. It's almost 10.30. We're going to wake up at the track. So there is no, it's just we wake up and you're here. You have breakfast. You, you're you're calm. You're settled in. You don't have to get ready. Yeah, yeah. things are happening. You wait, You may not set an alarm. You may wake up to the sound of cars, engines. What better alarm clock for a motorsports fan could there be than the sound of a race car going around the, tra- around the track that you're sleeping inside of? It's like, it's, yeah. it's almost on steroids. Like, for example, at the 24 Hours of Daytona where we went, uh, we were at uh, this year uh, before we got there on a, what a Thursday or so, uh, yep. and we didn't go for that first day of racing. We met and had a little golf game with all the into the into the Apex Madison Racing crew, and uh, we played golf at the golf course right next to the speedway. Uh, and the whole time we were there, you could hear the practice, Ims yep. uh, yep. Weather Tech practice. Um, and the fact is. You're sitting there playing. You're doing a normal activity at that time, playing golf. At this time, just sleeping, having breakfast, and you just hear the sound of that stuff in the background. Um, and it's just—I don't know what it is. I don't know how to describe it. It's again, they like the emotion of seeing it for the first time. Uh, the emotion of just having that stuff in the background is—it's hard to explain. It's just—it's not bothersome. We obviously like the sound of racing cars, <laughs> but. Uh, it's it's different. It's uh, it kind of elevates the experience. It pumps you up. It gets you hyped up. Yes, if you're yeah. into that kind of thing, 
it, it hypes you up, it pumps you up, all that stuff. Um, so that's I I'm, I can't wait, honestly. I hope I sleep good. <laughs> but uh, I, yeah, I can't wait to wake up at the track and see. If uh, I mean, if you don't wake up, you're gonna. If you don't wake up when you wish to to beat the action, uh, you're gonna wake up to the action. That's a unique aspect of uh, basically living at the event, living at the track for the weekend, uh, which is new for the two of us, pretty much. Um, we kind of got a taste of that um, at the Indianapolis 500, where we arrived very early. We we arrived at about 7 a.m. local time, and... Uh, had some breakfast at the track. I think eating at the event, kind of doing that, having that um, settling in, settling, settling in. That's in. that's the best way to not, put it. Not not living out of the trunk of your car necessarily. Like what we yeah. have here, we is, did. We have pictures of this. We put some video maybe, but uh, this is what I would call settled in. Yeah, uh, we are totally encamped here for the weekend, um, and as our as are everybody else that's here around us to varying degrees. Some people have got it more low key, low energy, low power than others. Um, I'd say we have, and this is all obviously thanks to Bruce, a nice setup here. Yeah. Um, all we brought is a tent and some liquor and some <laughs> beers. That's all we brought in our recording stuff and ourselves. Yeah. But uh, other than that, uh, there obviously, we've talked about this before, there's different ways to do this. There is no real right or wrong way. It's like Bruce said, you learn over the years what is comfortable to you and what you can live with. Um, and this is setting the bar pretty high for us. Um so yeah, I mean I don't. Yeah. This obviously is as long as Bruce comes here, um, we can say this because Bruce just went in the RV. <laughs> uh, as long as Bruce comes here, hopefully we can ride his coattails and do this exact thing that we're doing now. Well, there, there's the there's the uh, open question for the show for you because it seemed like a lot of the hype rode on you, Bradley. Right. Because some of this stuff I had experienced, but you hadn't, and so we needed your answer. We needed your input. Uh, we we asked you about the Indy 500 after you experienced that for the first time. Is that a lifetime? I was impressed. Yeah. Is the Indy 500 something that impressed you in a lifetime? Event? Yes. You said yes. Yes, Is I that said fair? yes. I did say yes. So so here we are now. Given we've we've been here Friday, as of right this moment in the show, uh, we are not recording on the Saturday where we eat the steaks and we we've seen the the support races, the Michelin pilot races, uh, and obviously as of right this moment. We haven't seen the six hours of the Glen itself, but we've seen the car. <laughs> You're struggling. We've seen. Tyler said a lot of whiskey. No, I'm good. Saying. We've seen the cars go around the track. Yes. Uh, so. I mean, I've seen the cars go around the track. I've not seen do the you race. Need- I've not done a grid walk. <laughs> We've not finished walking the paddock. Um, do you need- I need more time to let this soak in. I okay, know, I know so, what you're asking me. So uh, Yeah, you do. I need more time to let this soak in. So, um, so you need more from this moment. Yes. I want to see okay. a race tomorrow. You want to see... Michelin pilot, or you want to see all the support races? Which would you say that you need to see? Um, I want to see a full race. Uh, obviously, there's multiples tomorrow, right? Multiple races. I want to walk around more. I want to see more. Um, my first impression of the area um, is it's like a national park. I don't know. How, just the, I don't know. It makes me think of the Blue Ridge Parkway. The whole ride up here is through yeah. Pennsylvania. Uh, there were some rough uh, areas. In Pennsylvania, rural areas in Pennsylvania that I wouldn't want to stop at. Oh. But, uh, yeah, we're not going to go into that. No. But uh, towards the latter end, when we got through the mountains, some of the most scenic driving, and I, this, these are from somebody that grew up on the Blue Ridge Parkway, uh, some of the most scenic driving I've been on um, 
And then coming in here to Watkins Glen, like I said on the part that we recorded a little earlier, uh, just standing up at the top here where we are, if you look out, you feel like you're way up on this hill. I wouldn't call it a mountain, but it's a hill. Yeah. But you can see everything out around you, and it's it's hard to describe unless you're here to see it. A picture doesn't do it justice. No. You just feel like you have this perspective over everything that as much as I've been, as, since I was a kid watching Watkins Glen with NASCAR, I had no idea it was like that. I just never pictured New York State being like this. <laughs> and this is my first place. I, I figured the entirety of New York State was like New York City. Andrew Cuomo. Yeah, I figured Bruce lived in a high-rise apartment that was like a one-bedroom half-bath. <laughs> it was like yeah, an episode, it was, it was it was a month. episode of Friends yeah. every, every yeah. time. Yeah. I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea you could buy a house in New York State. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. And Bruce's rig is a central perk. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, should we put the bow on the Friday night and fast forward to Saturday? To the steak cooking. Bruce is cooking ribs as we, or not ribs, wings, as we speak, and uh, that's going to be our late night snack here on the Friday night here on the show. Um, for the Spotify, Apple podcast audience, uh, I think we should put a bow on it there on the Friday night and uh, join us back after the uh, full day of Saturday, and then we'll get Bradley's takes on it all. Yeah, we'll get some takes, and we'll have some steaks. Some takes and some, okay, I want to fucking, I want to punch you in the face right now. I do want to destroy you right now, because you said those words. Uh, tomorrow's second half of the episode, folks. Episode uh, part two, steaks and takes. Yeah. So, Why not? so we have steaks. So and what we, have we takes. what we have on this are two. It's a two-parter cookout. Uh, Friday night at the Glen, Saturday night at the Glen. Hell, maybe Sunday night at the Glen, depending on what happens. It's gonna be storming, I think. After the yeah, race. it might be. Uh, we might be in an interesting situation. Yeah. But uh, we're gonna wrap up the Friday night. We're gonna take a, a midway break, and we're gonna be back on Saturday uh, with more drinks, more food, more cookout. The wings are finishing up. Uh, here on the Friday night edition, and uh, we're going to have that uh, on the Twitch simulcast. We'll continue on, but for the podcast side, we're going to take a break. We'll be back. We're going to fast forward to Saturday at the IMSA, six hours at the Glen, here on Into the Apex. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Such a good time. Everybody, we'll see you ne- on the other side of the break. anywhere more into the apex is coming up setups whether you love them or hate them they're one of the most important elements in sim racing however so many of us don't have time to painstakingly tweak every value to create a good setup never mind the hours of work required to find game-breaking exploits to make you even quicker the Coach Dave Academy has created competitive iRacing setups developed by professional sim racers and engineers that are designed to enhance your performance in the most popular sim racing game in the world. Receive new setups for iRacing season car and track combinations every week, giving you the time and pace to be able to focus on racing on the track rather than being sat in pit lane. All the setups follow real driver feedback and come with MoTeC data and replay files, helping you improve not just your car setups but also your driving technique. The best part? When you sign up, the first week is free, which means you can test the setups for yourself before committing to a monthly membership. 
Check them out at coachdaveacademy.com forward slash iRacing. That's coachdaveacademy.com forward slash iRacing. This episode is brought to you by the racing fans at Great Hire HR. Whether you're hiring one employee or 100, Great Hire will help let you keep doing what is important, running your business. For more information, visit greathirehr.com. You've just achieved your greatest accomplishment as a sim racer. Now what? Don't let it become just another stat you never see. Alien Awards is a service run by and for sim racers, creating clearly printed plaques on solid surfaces, something you can display proudly to mark a major victory and show off your team and sponsors. Whether you're an individual driver looking to create a memory or a league owner looking to take your season to the next level, Alien Awards can help. These are quality awards I know because I've won one. There are no setup or design fees and shipping in the U.S. is free. Take your sim racing career to new heights. Visit AlienAwards.net. That's AlienAwards.net. This episode is also brought to you by the Bad Weather Brewing Company located in St. Paul, Minnesota. Bad Weather Brewing Company serves up craft beers such as the Fog of War Hazy IPA or the Immortal Toast Infused White Stout. And some of the best design cans you'll see, by the way. For the full tap list and to grab your mug, visit BadWeatherBrewery.com. And we're back on Into the Apex. It is now a Saturday night on the other half of the break. And uh, this is the big one here, the rest of the show. Uh, we are joined by a guest, and we're going to be, it's, this is going to be a mystery guest, really, <laughs> in, in a way. Uh, we are simulcasting on Twitch yet again uh, on another night for another beautiful sunset. And we, uh, I'll describe it for folks that are, are not on Twitch and are listening to the show in its true form. Uh, we, instead of having cams on us, well, now Bradley's changed it. We uh, lost our cook cam. We did, yeah. We had a, we had a grill slash sunset cam uh, looking at the sunset that's, over the I know this is awful for the podcast. How's the, how's the camera looking right now? The camera, it's fine. It's on your face. Okay, that's which, where I want Which it. is actually not that fine. <laughs> uh, and we've lost ratings immediately. Okay. I think the sunset is back, needs to go back. All right. We have a mystery guest here. Uh, Jack? Yes, uh, Jack Shalosky. Yes, because I, I was worried I was not going to pronounce Jack's last name <laughs> correctly. Right. I'm, I'm used to it. I've, I've had 20 almost 25 years of that so far uh, <laughs> i expect to have uh, at least 20 more minutes of it so <laughs> uh, <laughs> jack is with a team yes that is racing here this weekend yes but we don't yes. have the pro- we don't have the proper paperwork in place yeah, I, just I just don't want to speak yeah. officially for a right. team. that's a safe bet yeah. yeah that's a safe bet um but it's good to have you here because uh from what i understand you're you're We've learned of you from the Asheville crew. Yes, correct. And that has become a really big part of the show and the community. And we've kind of joined that, that community ourselves uh, with the track at Asheville. Uh, sim racing in Asheville. So it's kind of cool all the way up here in New York for that to continue to kind of connect between Into the Apex and Asheville. Yeah, it's, in, it's incredible to, to have heard about you guys and, and been adjacent to, uh, to, to Into the Apex for a few months now mm. and we finally wind up meeting several hours drive 
or flight for me yeah. um, from e- where either one of us live. Yeah, um, exactly. North Carolina represents, but we are a long way from North Carolina. North Carolina yeah. represents in other locations. <laughs> yeah, in in middle of New York. Yes. <laughs> this is Bradley's first time here. Have you been here? I've so never been here. Well, yeah. What are your we first timers club? <laughs> yeah, we. This is my second, so it's not yeah. that many. Bruce, okay. Bruce is a lifetimer. Uh, he stepped away to buy propane, apparently. Mm-hmm. And uh, propane accessories. Yeah, propane, <laughs> propane accessories, apparently, because... Uh, the, what the, uh, was that from? King, King of the King Hill. King of the Hill. Okay. Hey, Kill. Damn it, Bobby. You see that, Bobby, how he sits there and turns the wheel? That turned a Just little... Just think of Boomhauer driving the yeah, pace car. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. all I yeah. think of. Um, so, but Bruce is a lifetimer here. But I'll, I'll get... We talked uh, on the Friday night edition, the first half of the overall show, about some of Bradley's impressions... Uh, we'll talk more with him because he's watched a day of racing. But what are your impressions here after some days here? Um, the area is incredibly beautiful. I don't know what I was expecting because I, I mean, I've its reputation precedes it. My yeah. father grew up, not grew up. Sorry, I should correct that. Mm-hmm. Spent a fair bit of time in his youth. Mm-hmm. Had had family here um, and always talked about how beautiful it was and, and an incredible place, but. I'm told I was here. This is not strictly my first time here. I'm, okay. I'm informed that I was here when I was about six months old. Okay. I don't remember it, obviously, yeah. but um, but it, it's a it's a gorgeous area, and the the track is is pretty impressive. It's yeah. it's a lot bigger than I'd imagined it being, yeah. and um, it's very well put together. It is. Yeah. It's 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 just a good looking track. Yeah. Because there's a handsome track. It's, it's a, a handsome, handsome track. track. It is. Uh, it's got a lot of character with elevation. Does oh my goodness, so much more elevation than I realized. Yes, it, the the boot is kind of you're going down into it. It's almost like the boot. I mean, obviously it's typically it's it's a different configuration, but it's a different world down there. It's not. Yeah. It's basic as could be. There are no stands. There's nothing. There are no. Uh, at least last year, we haven't been to the boot yet this weekend. We're going to go tomorrow, but there are no. Uh, loudspeakers, no radio broadcast. It's like you're no. just away from. Right the whole race when you're down there it's mm-hmm. unique yeah it's uh i i like to think of it like what it this place probably was like when f1 came here and things yeah yeah um of yeah it's a track there's not a lot of support to it yeah yeah it's and just it's, it's for for use right in the in the boot section obviously this track has been tailored to nascar for so many years i mean obviously ims has always come here but that boot section no. well no only ims has only come here since uh since the merger yeah. Really? Oh, American really? Law yeah. Series never came here That's because right. yeah. it was a NASCAR track. It was the competition. That's true. So the but Br- Bradley's saying that's true. He just learned a fact. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not, I'm not trying to say you're wrong. Oh no, I, oh, no. I'm my knowledge is not as I don't have the deep track knowledge on that. So I actually need to be checked. Bradley yeah. did watch. Well, we Bradley and I in the late '90s watched NASCAR a lot. Yeah, exactly. On that. That's our uh, earliest memory of this was uh, NASCAR. Right. The boot. Yeah, I didn't know it, the boot existed for so many years. Yeah. yeah. Just because all we watched was NASCAR. Um, and now we never watch it. So we've completely flip flopped. <laughs> we've, we've come to the light side. Yeah. The the yeah. It's a definitely a better side. This this atmosphere this weekend with all the support series uh, is definitely that's what I've gotten addicted to is just a festival of motorsport. Yeah. Basically, it's uh, this won't give away who I work for, but um. Our our paddock position this year, for anybody that knows kind of what it was look what it looks like here, we were the very very bottom end of the paddock. So I w- mm-hmm. was sitting in our haulers looking out at turn one, mm-hmm. um, and it was it was really interesting all all weekend to turn around and go, oh, it's MX fives right now, or yeah. uh, 
the this morning the um, the WeatherTech cars actually snuck up on me. Yeah, yeah. I turned around. I was like, "What is that? Oh, it's yeah. prototypes going by. Okay, <laughs> that's that's different." Uh, yeah, there's something going on all the time. Yeah. And the Mazdas. Oh, the Mazda racing is so close. Mm-hmm. It's insanely close. Walking through that paddock, uh, they talk about. Uh, I mean, well, we were talking about. All of them were beat up. They all get pump drafted and they hit each other, and it's just it, it's. I imagine it's terrifying out there, but I imagine it's also adrenaline and you're focused. Yeah. It's got to be. Uh, I imagine it's it's a great weekend to be a Mazda parts supplier. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh-huh. Yeah. That is absolutely true. Uh, the sun is setting here at Watkins Glen uh, on the back half of the big show, and uh, the cookout is underway once uh, Hank Hale gets back with propane and propane accessories. Uh, so we've got. So does that make you Bobby? I guess that makes me Bobby. <laughs> kind of look like Bobby. He's not, Tyler's not on camera I need for the to Twitch grow folks. my hair out. I need to grow my hair out. He does look, look like Bobby. If though. I were a little more rotund, I would look look like Bobby. <laughs> a little, though. just a little more. Yeah. Rotund. <laughs> That's my. You're, you're being harsh on yourself. I, yeah, no, I'm I'm fit. Yeah. I'm fit. Okay. Nobody yeah, jumped. To, nobody jumped to agree with me. I'm not on camera, so nobody's going to agree with me. Exactly. <laughs> this is this is making a great audio podcast. It really it is. is. It yeah. really is. <laughs> me me shaming myself and Bradley just letting it happen. It's pretty early for us to stray from racing. Usually the second half of our show, we uh, who, who knows what we're talking about. Yeah. Well, in it's, our case, it's a loose thing. Yeah, that's, oh, that's true. Uh, we went quite late uh, for the first bit there, and we're going to do that probably again. Um, yeah, this, I mean, this, it's been hot here. It was a pretty hot day here. Um, I'm, I'm interested to know what, what folks in the paddock, teams and staff, I mean, when you're, when you're actually working, when you're focused on that, I mean, as spectators, we all just kind of mo- we, we graze like cattle. But when you're in there focused, I, I look and try to pay attention to that when I'm walking through because it just is fascinating. It's part of soaking it all in. Does the time pass very quickly? Does it pass slowly? How, how does it feel? It, it, it comes in waves. You, I realize less how, what time it is, and I more notice, oh, it's almost lunchtime. Yeah, it's not, yeah. oh, it's 1130. Um, yeah. It's either, oh, it's lunchtime, or, hmm, cars finally are, uh, <laughs> we're, we're finishing up X repair on the car yeah. or whatever it it's not uh, there there were quite a few times particularly yesterday when we were getting ready to leave the track at about oh god it was probably nine o'clock we left the track um maybe 8 30 anyway uh mm. i looked down and went oh my god it's nine o'clock i thought it was five six yeah yeah, yeah. um and yet the day feels very long so it, it's it's a really weird time warp yeah, of um, you don't so much notice the time passing. It, it feels like it's moving slowly. And then you mm. look at your watch and it's later than you would have ever guessed. Yeah, uh, it, it, It's really strange. It messes yeah, with yeah. your body. It's, it's kind of like, yeah, I mean, a, a job that you enjoy the job, but then it becomes a job at points. Yeah, that's and you kind of flow back and forth of yeah, that's loving yeah. it, and then it's a grind, and then loving it, and it's a grind. I, yeah, I that's the, that. the idea I have is walking. Me and Tyler both, I could speak for him. Um, walking around, it's like I would, I would love to to work for a team. I'd do that for free. Yeah, I would. And then I, you start to realize, <laughs> I mean, is it one of those things where it just it is just a job, or is there there's always does everybody down in the paddock harbor a love for the sport? In a way, I or is it just work? Everybody harbors a love for it, but there is definitely an element of it's work. Yeah, I mean, you guys have probably seen 20, 30 times as much racing as I have this weekend. I, yeah, I could not yeah. begin to tell you what happened in any other series. And, and even in our series, I can only tell you what happened with our cars. 
Yeah. Um, it's, it is impossible to follow any other series. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really, I do get now why uh, I've, I've made fun of for years, the formula one bubble for only knowing their own thing and, and not yeah. having a clue of what's going on outside of it. But, are, we have a, a fairly short schedule this year, mm-hmm. and even then, I, I struggle to keep up with any of the other classes we're supporting. Um, yeah. Much less a twenty, what is it now, twenty three season, twenty three week season, uh, where yeah. you're you're nonstop for that. I, yeah, I, I yeah. couldn't follow anything else. I'd barely know what time it was. Yeah, you're you're focused right on what you're working on. Yeah, and we've noticed that we've uh, there's some folks that sim race with us. That uh, one fellow that works for Magnus. And KPAX and the SRO, and uh, we will pass by the paddock, and uh, <laughs> Bradley's whispering a name, and uh, <laughs> it comes over the mic. Good, good. Oh, it does. Bradley. Hello, people. Yeah, hey, Hello. Bradley's mic. Hey. Welcome to the show, Bradley. Oh, spot. Oh, it's okay. Um, but my, what my point with that is, like, even today, we were we we we'll graze by that paddock to see that crew member that we know, and he might be able to make eye contact with us, but we we realize that uh, depending on what's going on, it's pretty intense. It's work. He can't get up. He can maybe make eye contact, but if he gets up and comes and talks to us, I imagine he'd get in trouble. That's my maybe, guess. Yeah, I mean, it's and we don't know how that world works. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, J- Jack just said Bradley something on the phone. I don't know what it is. Uh, hang on. Okay, <laughs> we're being coy over Inside here. Joke. We're being uh, coy. I'm, I'm trying to Matter not fact, give away who I work for. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. 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 I think I think he might have mentioned that today. Oh, actually. he did mention he that did today. Really? today. We're just he, stupid. He was telling us that because uh, such and such team is only doing endurance cup, he's working with. Oh, okay. A such yeah. and such team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. such okay. and such team. He's working I, with. I he's working with such and such team. I, yeah. I, I knew we lost him to to somebody else. Yeah. And I, I I could work out from deduction that it was one of the <laughs> weather tech teams. Yeah. But I I didn't put two yeah. and two together until you said that just now. So <laughs> that's why I was like, who yeah. was it? <laughs> he's in our he's in our Discord. The, oh, okay. Folks, this show is I mean this show is for all of you, let me just say Yeah, this is not just yeah. personal stuff. Yeah, this guy this guy who works for such and such team, he's a really really swell fella. Yeah, you oh, you can't just you can't just blast out random names. Yeah, you sure can. To the world. <laughs> At least you but should. Yeah, I don't that? know. I d- yeah, we just put that together live on the air, folks. Yeah. yeah. That's Thank cool. You for that. That's cool. Also, that really tracks knowing him a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> for for the record, I love the Magnus guys. Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah, they're uh Andy Lally, yeah, Andy Spencer, Spencer, uh John Potter who owns yep. the team. Yes. Yep. Um yep. Yeah, those are cool guys. We got. Uh, we didn't see Spencer today, but we did do. We the, saw him. We stalked we saw him. him. We did. We didn't stalk well, Spencer Propelli. We stood and looked at him, but he was busy. And we, we yeah. We don't interrupt conversations yeah. with folks that we want to talk to. I, I could make a reference to another podcast and suggest don't stalk him. He apparently killed a guy. So yes, no. oh. dinner with racers. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Have, did you? Oh, hear that's Bradley? right. I did. I did watch that. Haven't you heard this? Spencer Propelli killed a guy. Hold on. Hold on. You watched dinner with racers. I listened to it. There you go. He there. watched. He watched. Listened to it. I watched it on my phone as it went. <laughs> You yeah. watched the progress bar. Yeah, yeah. See. that's what I did. <laughs> he stared at it. It was it was theater of the mind. Yeah, <laughs> I just pictured it. But yeah, Spencer Propelli did kill a guy. Yeah, um, allegedly. Allegedly, <laughs> for legal reasons. I was allegedly. <laughs> please state your name into the mic, sir. Yeah, you, uh, this is a deposition. Andy Lally. Uh, Andy Lally. <laughs> <laughs> there are cameras here. This is a deposition. I was I was looking trying to spot Eversley today as well, and uh, I didn't see him I with binoculars. Like, oh, no, not like that. No, a telescope like yeah. a civilized human. <laughs> I was trying because I know that. The, the bougie way. Uh, Bradley, he's he's donning his uh, Brian Herta Autosport gear. Uh, we didn't bring Bradley's Hyundai Elantra in with us this weekend, but he has been 
wetting himself, fanboying all over the Hyundais and Brian Hurd Autosport. I love those guys. They're, yeah. yeah. I, I, I really do wish them the best. Robert Wickens. Yes. How yeah. about that? Also, uh, I did notice the only person I've seen all weekend who has a reserved parking spot, not for whatever, but specifically there's a sign in front of his spot that says Robert Wickens. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. A good win for him. We were down in uh, the victory circle uh, when they celebrated a massive round of applause uh, for him as it should have been. Fan favorite, of course. <laughs> yeah. Bradley was down there. Yeah, I was looking at ogling at yeah, everybody. I have an in hat. Bradley was ogling at, at Taylor Hagler and got an autograph. I did get an autograph. He, he did. I was, he was going to get a photo with her and he just got bashful. So it, it's funny. The reason I chuckle, if, if anybody heard that, is um, earlier I said you guys have seen significantly more racing than I have. That was the first I found out they won today. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Wick, Wickens yeah. got it. Wickens yeah, okay. got the win. Cool, cool, Wickens cool. and Wilkins? It's very yeah. confusing. Uh, I believe so, yes. Bradley, I think I, it is. Yeah, I have like the card, that. actually. Right yeah. Oh, uh, hang on. And I've also got uh, Bill Oberlin's hat. I have Bill Oberlin's hat, everybody. That's not the one I'm looking okay. for. That's not the names. No, we're doing no. this live on the air, folks. Yeah, yeah live on the air. It's yeah, we're, tra- we're trying stuff out. Uh, I, you didn't ask me about Bill Oberlin's hat, Bradley. What? Tell me tell me about this I hat. Have, I have Bill Oberlin's hat. From oh, you have his, 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 his podium his, hat. His podium okay. hat. Uh, it smells like champagne and sweat, and I'm never washing it. Good, as you should. <laughs> um, uh, there are photos. I actually maybe, <laughs> may, maybe put it in your trunk. When yeah. you drive home, oh, so yeah. you don't don't get pulled over and go. Why do you smell of champagne? Yeah, you oh, s- you we've smell of been there, done that. We yeah. uh, podium celebration of VIR uh, uh, for IMSA in October. I see. We were we were front row. Jordan Taylor got and soaked. Milner. Did not bring a change of clothes. Yeah, lived two hours away. We were yeah. we yeah. were buzzed. We walked to the celebration with our into the apex polos tucked in very professionally. Mm-hmm. We stood at As the front did. row. Jordan Taylor, Tommy Milner, uh, the Porsche guys. It was last year, so it was just the GT Lamas. And there's only like what three of them, so everybody gets a podium. Everybody's a winner. Uh, we we get soaked with champagne, absolutely drenched, while buzzed. And then I then we're walking away, and Ray Evernham's there, and I just say, "Hey, Ray, can I get a photo? I really want SRX to come back to North Wilkesboro." And he was kind of like, "He's oh, like, why is, this, why is this? Why is this drunk son of a bitch? Why is this man that's is drenched with champagne talking to me about North Wilkesboro?" No, he was really nice. But he was nice. But uh, it was an interesting progression of events at VIR. But yeah, I yeah. got this hat. We were in Victory Circle uh, in the bleachers behind the camera people. Ooh, and, that is uh, that is not a very impressive looking uh, date embroidery there. Yeah, it's a basic hat. It is a basic hat. It was a hat meant to be worn for a picture and then tossed <laughs> yeah. to some yeah. schmuck okay. like yeah. Tyler. Yeah. Fair. Jude. <laughs> it was tossed <laughs> to a schmuck. Uh, but it's got the Tiago Downs Casino Resort 120 at the Glen, and it says winner and it has Watkins Glen logo. Oh, yeah. And so it, you, and Tyler, it was, can wear it was a on hat. Bill Oberlin's Vic yeah. winning can, BMW hat. Can we briefly say? How like I I have to feel bad for anybody else in that class a little bit because like Bill Oberlin is running yeah. in this class and yeah. that's not really fair like yeah it's a bit like Lewis Hamilton entering an F three race yeah like, really? yeah <laughs> yeah it's how like am I supposed to compete with that yeah the under the underdog one Turner Motorsports <laughs> yeah with Bill Oberlin at the yeah. wheel <laughs> with with some guy who's never not definitely hasn't been doing this for twenty something years. Yeah. yeah, that's like uh, the, the what is it? The, I always call it the Bush series in NASCAR, the the feeder series. They, uh, Xfinity. Xfinity now. Yeah, it's Xfinity. like one of the, it's like Denny Hamlin going to that that which, race, which and just is what dominating they, the field. They kind of put a stop to that. I understand. I'll, Good. I'll, I'll just nod and pretend I know what you're talking about. Yeah, NAS, NASCAR. <laughs> basically, I don't, yeah. basically uh, pros swinging up, punching yeah. down, uh, down into the ends. Oh, okay, right. it's basically the same thing. They, yeah. it's like. 
Let the people progress up the ladder. Yeah, man. Exactly. Stay in the big series if you're I, the big I guy. I like that, but I don't. No, I, yeah. I, I, I see both sides of it. Yeah. Like, yes, let the uh, let the, the guys that are coming up come up, but how many people throughout history have proven themselves by your Lewis Hamilton or your, your Kyle Busch or whatever comes down to their series yeah. and loses to them? That's true. That's true. That is true. And, and everybody suddenly goes, oh. You're really impressive. Yeah. You didn't do this on fuel strategy or, or being clever. You you actually earned this as a on pace. That's a good point. That that is a valid point with that uh, because we've seen we saw. I mean, we have. I'm when we talk NASCAR, Bradley and I are flashing back to like late nineties, early two thousands. But mm-hmm. we saw that in that era, yeah. at least back when it was just a free for all. Um, so that yeah that that's a good point because if you could beat Bill Aubrey, I mean. Auberlin hasn't won every race. No. You can, if you can beat Auberlin in yeah. any of these Michelin pilot races, I mean, he even races in the SRO. Right. We saw him last weekend. Well, and the other side is I maybe, uh, I don't know how to put it, but on a, from a business aspect, you want somebody on your team and in your car who's also good. That's what you're after. Or brings sponsorship or funding. Right. I guess. Yeah. That makes the world go around in all of racing. Yeah. And, and I'm sure he's an absolute dream when it comes to doing all your your um, VIP events and, and that kind of thing. You yeah. must be, I mean, because it doesn't matter if you're brand new to the sport or you've been following it for 25 years. You know who he is. Yeah. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's a powerhouse with it. And Robbie, have, Robbie Foley right along with him these right. days. We're, we've, we see him everywhere. In ter- I mean, today, the Michelin pilot race that, that concluded a bit ago, uh, what a fan favorite type of race day. Um Turner Motorsports and Auburn winning overall in the GS, and then uh, Robert Wickens winning in the TC. That's just a crowd yeah. pleaser. That's absolute cool. crowd pleaser. Yeah. Um, who do we think is going to win the six tomorrow? Hours? Yeah. Tomorrow? Yeah. Who do you think is going to win? It's a loaded question. I don't. Overall? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess. I mean, that's basically over, overall and GTD Pro. Let's do that. O- overall, having seen precisely. Uh, zero minutes and zero <laughs> seconds of it, much less a timing screen about yeah. it. Um, Me neither, actually. <laughs> yeah, we haven't looked at timing, so we're kind of going in the same. It's a pretty smooth track. Um, quick, classic, a little bit of... I'm going to go... I think WTR Acura will have a yeah. pretty good chance. Um, or certainly good. certainly will be fighting... Um, we'll, we'll be there with 20 minutes left. Yeah. Uh, knock on wood, barring any unforeseen yeah. uh, circumstances. The Acuras are fast here. Uh, last yeah. year, it seemed like the Meyer Schenk was going to win last year, and then the Mazda got it. Uh, oh, Mazda's not going to win this year. No, I find it unlikely. Yeah. <laughs> Don't mind me looking up qualifying results. Oh, you cheat. You oh, cheat. No, faster. please. I would love to see them. Yeah, we do need. Uh, so uh, Meyer Schenk is on the pole. Okay. So an Acura. Acura. Where's the other Acura? Uh, <laughs> it's on Acura. Konica Minolta, Wayne Taylor is racing is second. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. So Acura. Acura is going to uh, win. How, yeah. how far off the pace? Uh, so their, fa- their lap time, 129.5 for pole, 129.7. Okay. Second. Cool. Uh, the, d- effectively the same for yeah. a six-hour race. Yeah. I, I picked Wayne Taylor when we were walking in. The, we were just talking. I'm going to join you with Wayne Taylor Racing. Um for good measure and Acura, I read something somewhere. I don't know if it was Sports Car 365 or something with the BOP or some adjustments that folks thought that 
Cadillac was going to be up there this year, but I mean, we just we're just looking at it. it looks like Acura's the, strong. At, at least looking back on how it's gone so far, the Cadillac seems to handle bumpy a bit better, whereas the Acura, I, this is purely speculation on my part, yeah. but might be more more aero sensitive um, and not handle those those constant ride height changes a bit better. It, um, it certainly. It's looking fast. It was faster last year. It's looking good this year. Also, I, I notice, and this doesn't matter a ton. I'm realizing the more that I think about it, but um, both of those teams are ex Grand Am teams, so would have been oh, yeah. here for twenty years. Versus, well, no, Action Express was too. Mm-hmm. Um, God, all the main prototype teams <laughs> now. Wait, is there anybody that was ALMS left? Jeez. Yeah, this year. I mean, it's going to be different next year, I guess, a little yeah. bit. But mm. God, I've, I've, sorry, I've, I've not stopped and thought about that. As a, as an ardent ALMS supporter back in the day, yeah, um, I've not stopped and thought about how few teams are left from the ALMS. Those are fuzzy days for me because we, yeah. we, me and Bradley and I have gone through so many waves of interest in different racing forms. I remember Grand Am. We watched Grand Am the most because we were Daytona yes. 24. Okay. Like Scott Pruitt, Mimo Rojas. I remember obsessing over that. Hello to my family at home. Yeah. Yes. Hi to my family at home. Yeah. Oh. Um, oh, damn it. It was high. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> but I remember ALMS was Petite Lamar, right? So then yeah. you had that. Petite and Sebring. Yeah. So I would follow that. And I, I, well, we were fairly young. I didn't, I really was, it was kind of a blur to me. It was like, why is this not all one thing like NASCAR? Kind of thing. That's like that's that. how you said it too. You had to have the little no, twang. No, no, we we grew up in the south, but we don't sound southern. But. Same. I grew yeah. up in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's just the way it goes. We're All from right. Seattle. If you listen to us, are you really? No, we're not. No. <laughs> we're born. Say, I'm, I'm a huge <laughs> Mariners fan. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. I'm a Dodgers fan. Uh, well, I'm sorry. He has no yeah, association yeah. to you, Los you, Angeles. He's a Baltimore Orioles fan. We were born in Baltimore. On, hold on, so. hold on. An Orioles fan? On purpose? we were born in Baltimore. We were born in Baltimore. Yeah. That's was, why, but was, I'm not an Orioles fan, was, but I'm a Ravens a, fan. I can't back out. I now. say this, I say this as a Mariners fan, and therefore as a cursed human being. Yeah. That's why would you pick the Orioles? Same reason you picked the Mariners. Okay. Fair. I enjoy pain. Dodgers, yeah, the fair. Dodgers are good, so <laughs> oh, you can both what go a, to hell. Bandwagon, bandwagon. Bitch. Come on, I like ah. the brand. Oh, Jason. Oh, I see. Oh, we have propane. Oh, yeah, propane. And propane back. accessories are here. Does Does that mean we lose your lovely pa- face? No, no. Not until we start making food. If, food, uh, if, if steaks so come steaks out, so, so in thirty-seven seconds we lose your yes. face. Yeah, we're gonna. I think you'd rather steaks. look at a cooked steak than my face. Uh, real quick, let's we're, we'll wrap up this segment with uh, GTD Pro picks. Give me GTD some, Pro. Oh give shit! Me, sorry, yeah, I forgot give, about that. Oh, you, give me some. Uh, <laughs> give me some data uh, there, who's, son. Who's who in data? GTD Pro? Who uh, is? Um, do you want to hear some data first? Yes, please. We'll do some education. Starting poll with GTD Pro, BMW Team RLL. Okay. Second, harder racing, Aston Martin. Ooh. What was the f- first one? I wasn't paying attention, brother. RLL. Yeah. Oh, Rail BMW. Yeah. Um, third will be Rizzi Competition. Rizzi Competition. Ah. Uh, then followed right. by Vassar Sullivan. Wow. How far down is Corvette? Jeez. Uh, Are they Where's fast? Because I can't think of. Corvette is sixth. Okay. Yeah, they're down. Out there. of what? Eight? Ten? Yeah. Where's it's all mixed, obviously. There's some pros and some GTDs as far oh. as time. Yeah. yeah, that's not looking it's great not, for yeah. Corvette. Yeah, I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they're prepping for a nighttime setup. <laughs> <laughs> could be, could be. Where's Where's the Porsche? Where's Faf on that? Faf, Paf, Faf, 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 Faf. Where is the flannel? Yes, where is the flannel? Where is the flannel? Did they do a time? Hang on. Is the flannel going to do well relatively close to Canada? It feels like. Sure. 
it would be who, criminal for who them are the to. Cr- give me the name of the drivers. Uh, Matt Campbell. Chalmay okay, they're fifth. Yes. Okay. It doesn't say five. It just says Porsche 911 GT3. Well, that's who I'm picking. Okay. Starting. They've got a merch. They've got their own merch. Uh, they stand do. Here. That's right. Yeah. Um, Faf would be uh, a pretty good pick. I am inclined to think that BMW will fall off. Yeah. And therefore, I forgot who was in second. <laughs> I, did, what I did too. Second in uh, GTG Pro, uh, harder racing. Oh yes, Aston. yeah, that w- they yeah. were my pick. They were my pick. Yes. Um, Interesting. If, if for no other reason, then I I really love that team's idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, for those that don't know, it is Gabe Newell um, of Steam and, and uh, Valve. It's basically his pet project to really? support Seattle's Children's Hospital. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, yeah. Um, he he foots the bill for that whole thing. Oh wow. Yeah, I, I've looked that up because they're they're racing. They race in like New Zealand and yeah, because um, he was stuck there for um, when when COVID hit. He was in New Zealand for vacation yeah. and wound up. Oh God, if I remember correctly, he wound up spending like a year and a half in New Zealand oh, wow. because the borders were closed and he couldn't yeah. leave. So um, he he as this is now speculation was kind of fell in love with it and said, yeah, this place is cool. I want to I want to try and support the cool stuff they do down here. Particularly in racing, they do awesome stuff if you've never paid yeah. attention to New Zealand ra- motorsport. Yeah, well, we lots of good drivers out That's of there. That's right. Lots In, of great IndyCar drivers. And, uh, yeah, I was looking at the Harder Racing website not long ago, and I noticed the New Zealand connection. Yeah. Uh, we see it. We saw them at VRR last weekend uh, in the SRR series, and, of course, they're racing here. Um, love seeing the Aston Martins. It's good to see Magnus out yeah. there again. Interesting, uh, interesting looking at the timing and scoring for qualifying. Uh, I don't. I, we weren't. We didn't watch qualifying. I don't know what happened, but Jimmy Johnson and them. Uh, yeah, we didn't watch it, so it's tough. They're to say. at the bottom. They turned I, a much lower lap. I I think I still had a race control headset on at this point, and I seem to remember hearing something about them spinning. Yeah, so they something may, happened. It it's only this is from memory. The IMSA qualifying sessions are only ten or fifteen minutes long, yeah. so if, if you have an unforced error you're you're kind of done yeah, yeah that's they're all the way at the bottom of it but um, even then i mean it's a six-hour race qualifying yeah. is nice for bragging rights and might keep you out of trouble on a lap one incident but ultimately it, it's not the end of the world yeah, if yeah. you start and further down the and field and there's only seven dpis so i think there's only seven. <laughs> oh, dpis yes, yes. So they're um, going to still be up there ahead of everybody else. I thought you said 70. 70. I was really I would love going, that. I, I mean, I've driven through that paddock a fair bit this weekend. I didn't realize <laughs> there was that many of them. Jeez. I uh, mean, maybe we'll have more uh, LMDHs. There's going to be quite that? a few. GTPs. GTPs. Yeah, Hyper, be, hypercar. Uh, what do I say? L- LMDH is the name of the regulation set. The name okay. of the class will be GTP. Okay. Yeah. That's... Uh, because okay. they have the stickers yeah. in the show. I, I know that. Already. We've we've I hashed that out so many so times on the show. To that. <laughs> yes. The, each time they do the reveal, which I think most uh, of them we got have a, been we revealed. got a detailed Penske yeah. reveal. Yeah. Just just this weekend or just coming oh. out the weekend. Yeah. The as as another um, one of my cursed teams that I support, the Sunderland Porsche. Thank you. Oh yeah. Um, those of you, one of you listening will know who that is. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah. Ter- Shout out. It's an England soccer club that oh, was. Yeah, yeah. I fell in love with them when they were uh, top flight. They are now third tier. I'm sorry. No, no, no. no. As of a couple of weeks ago, second tier again. <laughs> um, yeah. Real quick before we wrap up the, okay. the bit here. Uh, 
to sim racing. So the track and ash. Tell me about any time you have in sim racing. We got to hear some. Oh God! Any time I have in sim racing, where do I start? Just, um, just what, <laughs> what, what your go-to is? Favorite car, favorite track? Do you go to the track? Do you have something at yes. home? Yes. Settle in, folks. We're going to be here another two hours. Met, we've just met this man. I want to know more. So I go to the track a fair bit. I live ten minutes from there. Oh, nice. Um, I spend an inordinate amount of money there, and I am kind of known there for driving weird stuff at places it has absolutely no business being. Yeah. Like, I think I hold the track record for the Williams F1 car from 2009 mm. at... Um, stupid places like <laughs> like the isle of man tt course <laughs> places it has no business being that's fun to do i yeah i i like to take weird stuff at places it does not belong um and then mm. i'm also those of you listening from the track will know that i have an incredible tendency to discover how far rearward you can wind the brake bias oh. on any car because i really like to to stomp on the anchors and have it <laughs> turned in at the same time perhaps a couple hundred meters before the corner um, <laughs> nice rotation yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh uh, man uh, do, you, do you only go to the track or do you have anything set up at home i don't currently have anything set up at home because not trying to give anything away on where i live but my house is i'm gonna say under 600 square feet over three floors okay so space for a sim setup is non-existent yeah. that said i have a full sim rig in boxes in <laughs> oh. storage oh but yeah i don't have one set up currently oh, I see, I, that I, hurts. well that's it, that's where it comes yeah. i mean of all places you have a sim racing center which yeah. they're not there's not a million of those no and and i'm i'm so grateful they're there because it it means that i don't sacrifice my living room to set up a, yeah. a sim rig that is true. Um, uh, we're looking at, well, hopefully, I'm not sure what the schedules are for both the race, real racing world for everything else. Uh, uh, I believe they're going to try to plan, well, more karting days at GoPro, which we're going to go to, yeah. but also a Le Mans endurance race at the track. Mm -hmm. We're going to try to get our sim racing team in a brick-and-mortar endurance race for the first time ever. It's, so it's hopefully we so see you there. Fun. And if you're a free agent, we may be looking to sign people I, that, that know our fact. I definitely might be available. Um, I also might be trying to convince uh, Joel, who runs the place, for those of you listening, um, to to let me run a 2009 or 10 LMP1 car. We have the Audi R15. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I want to run that, which is an open cockpit LMP1. Ooh. I really want to let it, want him to let me run that. Where I'm the only driver, I drive all six hours. <laughs> oh, at where so it will be slightly faster than the P2 cars, but make my handicaps. I have to drive the whole thing. Yeah, and <sighs> I have damage turned on, which oh, normally we don't do. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I have to stay consistent. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, I really would love that. Um, even something. if it's just an exhibition class, effectively. Yeah, like a Garage 56. Y yeah, yes. exactly. Wow. Yeah. Well, if you don't end up getting that approved, uh, we may be looking to sign an. Joel, don't approve pro. that. Okay, don't approve that. Aww, we need free agents. So much fun. <laughs> so Bradley and I are not familiar with our factor. We're i racing guys, so we need to sign somebody to co-drive with us. Okay. That knows our factor. Yeah, I'm down. So yeah, we may have we may have to put pen to paper. La last year, I ran the uh, Aston Martin um, GTE and was pulling 
that would be nice. Multiple seconds a lap oh. in the uh, overnight hours. Oh wow! I would do that. I would do because we love Aston Martin here. It's we fun. Do, yeah. yeah. It's also really fun to be in the slower class and just have yeah. to deal with traffic. I, I wish that we. Those of you listening, if you're anywhere near Asheville, please enter. Um, I wish that we could have enough entries to justify three or four classes, oh, so yeah. that you so that you could be a middle class where yeah. you're you're both passing slower traffic and having to manage faster pa- uh, faster traffic coming by. Mm. It it's so much fun. Yeah, that would be amazing. Um, in in iRacing, the N24, my go-to class was always the Mustang. Yeah, where yeah. where you're you're passing the Miatas. In a car that's a bit of a handful, but also you have the full GT3 cars just oh, yeah. flying yeah. past. God, yeah. that makes me nervous. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that's so much fun. Hopefully, we're all there, and and obviously, if we if we end up there, the show will travel with us. That's true. So hopefully, we put we will uh, get your jersey size later on, and get okay. you outfitted with some Mad Sim Racing into the Apex. Gear. For for those of you watching on the video, <laughs> you may already know this. My jersey size is as small as you can get. <laughs> well, we're, the sun is setting here at the Glen. It's a beautiful evening. Uh, we're going to take a little intermission. We'll come right, literally right back. The Twitch simulcast will continue uh, the entire night uh, without pausing. Uh, so stay there if you're on that. The show will have a, a short break, and we'll jump right back into some action. Refill our glasses. We're uh, sipping some local New York whiskey tonight. We'll chat about that a little bit. Uh, but, Jack, I'm so glad you could stop by. Uh, crew in here, I'm sure you've had a long couple days crewing for a mysterious team for a mysterious series here in IMSA. It's been a long couple days. I don't, I, don't, I don't know that crewing is quite the right word. I do oh, yes. I do team catering and hospitality. Oh, there um, you go. I'm, I'm not... Occasionally I'll turn a wrench, but <laughs> that's mainly because I feel like I'm not doing enough to help. So. There you go. <laughs> well, well it's, I'm sure, no doubt, it's been a long couple days. You're ready to head back south, as are we. we will, well, we're not ready, but we will be doing so. And uh, cheers. We'll see you. We'll catch you in Asheville very soon. Thanks for joining us. Indeed. We'll, we'll be back in just a second. Find this stupid video <laughs> clip again that I'm convinced I will now never find again. <laughs> um, and it just reminded me of yet another one of Magnus's great, great PR things for, I think it was Daytona. Their gimmick this year was... Um, the the Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yes, yes. So they were they were King Potter. Yeah. Sir, Sir Andy Lally the Wise, mm-hmm. Sir Pen- Sir Spencer Pompelli the Brave, and Sir Johnny Allen the not quite so brave as Sir Spencer Pompelli, Sir Spencer Pompelli. Uh, <laughs> into the Apex comes right back on the other side, and uh, Jack is still with us. You can hear. Uh, Hello. We oh, wished I'm you away, sorry, but dear audio podcast. Oh yes, the audio podcast is live and well. Uh, the sun is still slightly peeking over. We've got a little bit of light, but we've also got the lights here in the uh, awning. And uh, bru- we've got on the Twitch feed a, a fire slash Bruce cam uh, because the fire is now lit. Uh, the temperature is getting into the position where it was last night. Uh, we really were getting cold last night. We had to put long sleeves on Bradley. And uh, the fire was actually useful to us besides being just uh, adding to that ambience that is camping. Uh, we talked a, a hell of a lot about the camping experience last night, uh, so I don't want to go into it a ton again. Uh, but we had the the you know we had a night behind us as first time in track campers ourselves. Um, I really would give it all good reviews. The weather at night has not been bad. 
if it were to be rainy or stormy and muggy, I think I would have a different review. I, I envy your first time track camping. Yeah. My first time was uh, Petit Le Mans 2015, mm. where it rained at a level that can only be described as monsoon. Oh. Nonstop from Wednesday when I loaded in mm. through Sunday when I left. Oof. To the point where anyone who know, uh, knows their semi-recent racing history, I say semi-recent because I don't want to admit how old I am on this thing kind of thing, <laughs> um, will know that a GT car won overall at Petite, mm. purely because its tires were better and everything. It, w- it was really impressive to see. But it was so wet that they... Um, uh, how am I going to say this for our audio listeners? I mean, they, don't they, don't worry about it they, being they, censored. That's they, for hell. No, no, That's it, for fucking not, sure. Not, don't censor anything on this show. It's not a matter of censoring. Okay. But how am I going to make this wonderfully descriptive <laughs> for the audio yeah. listener? They took the snatch tractor, which has forklift forks on it, turned them to be pointing straight down, mm. lowered the arm into the ground, and drove it forward. Ooh. To dig a drainage ditch. Oh, wow. And they did this at several points along the track. Mm. So, uh, listener, imagine taking a carving fork, sticking it in some muddy ground, and just pulling it. Oh. They're creating very deep trenches that destroy the ground, but the ground was already so destroyed by being flooded, it didn't matter. Oh, wow. Um, there were rivers running across the track. It, it was a nightmare. Mm. To the point where I was, um, for lack of a better term, rationing. <laughs> going to the, spect- the, the, the vendor area and getting the free swag t-shirts. Yeah, so yeah. So that I would have one article of clothing that was still dry. Yeah. that's For, for just 20 minutes. That's a unique thing about this type of racing. Um, I've I've kind of had that um, that fl- that that movement of being bummed out when I see bad weather, and then being excited with road racing because I know we can race, and I know that it's going to be interesting. Uh, I spent a weekend at Mid Ohio for the at the back in October for the Road to Indy series, and IndyCar wasn't there. It was a COVID add-on, and it was rainy one of the whole days, and uh, really that was a great day of watching racing. Uh, watching those open wheel cars with rain tires go and just slip and slide everywhere. I mean, it was it was fascinating. But at the same time, you're getting wet and you're getting spit on by rain and mist and it's miserable. But then you appreciate it for what it is as a road racing fan. Yeah. So you kind of have mixed feelings about the weather. It's a long, uh, often over told uh, joke slash line. But if you want to make any in- any race interesting, just add water. That is true. F1. I mean, I guess it says something about F1 in that uh, the most exciting time is if it's going to start raining or if it rains because you can get finally somebody else to dominate or win rather than the typical. Um, that's where IndyCar takes over. IndyCar, I feel like, is it's got the variety. It's IndyCar has that variety that is needed uh, to, to entertain and not get boring. Uh, not the same one, two, three teams. Not the same podium. Um, so that's the, that's the thing that any IndyCar has for itself. Um, well, that and the 500. Yeah, like, the Indy 500, it's for sure. I I don't generally care about oval racing. The 500 yeah. is incredible. Yeah. yeah. 
Yes. We, we just just got off Bradley of seeing it the first time and, and watching it up close. And yeah, it's. I it's, did. Yeah, I went to my first uh, Indy 500 back uh, Memorial Day. Yeah. And it blew my mind. And it will be something as long as I can physically do it. I'll go every year in person. Um, there's no question. That and so there are very few events that I can think of that fit in that category. That mm-hmm. Petit Le Mans, yes. Le Mans. Um, I wouldn't even say the Daytona 24 Hour. Yeah. But events that I've been to are Petit. I've not been to the 500 on five on race day, but I went for Fast Friday a few years mm-hmm. ago. I want desperately to go back. Yeah. And uh, my best friend went to Le Mans this year for the first time. Mm-hmm. And for, I kid you not, seven years, geez, seven years, we've been joking with him that, sure, you'll go. <laughs> you'll, no, no, no. That, sure, you'll go and not go back the next year. I'm yeah. sure you won't. Mm. And he's been telling, nope, I'm going to go, and that'll be fine, and I'll be sort of, I, I might go back in another five years. He went this year, day one. He said, "I'm coming back next year." Oh yeah, Lamar. Yeah, that's going to be new for us. That's yeah. We w- we were actually on just on the first bit of this show on the Friday night edition. Oh, we got some fireworks, folks. Hope uh, so. I was wondering if we were hearing them earlier. Yeah, we, Yeah, it's definitely fireworks. Oh yeah, I saw them over the uh, trailer. We were talking uh, earlier on that uh, as American racing fans and folks and people that travel to American courses. I mean, you can certainly keep some variety and and do that traveling and enjoy a new experience on top of adding traditions such as here and Indy 500 and Daytona but at some point you might get somewhat even a little bit numb to those experiences here in America and you might need to travel uh, out of country to a place like Lamar Nürburgring to get that buzz again that maybe you had the first couple times you went to such events. Oh, God. N24 is definitely on my list of places yeah. that I want yeah. so badly. It seems like just a party. Just a good time. It's a party? A German party. But, yeah. Huh. yeah. <laughs> Now's the part of the show where we dance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's the a, sprockets it's is a all German I think sprockets. Party, but it's also probably, God, I hate what I'm about to say. Mm. The most unique. I hate that. They're, unique is a definite. Either it is or is not. But it is unique by the widest margin yeah. um, race left in the world. Yeah. In that it is, I think its maximum entry is is down to a mere 180 cars from back in the day when it would have been 250, 300. Mm. Um, but ultimately, if you show up with a car and you're personally qualified as a driver and a driver team to enter the race they will probably find a class for you yeah to the the point of this year the top class is always uh, slightly detuned gt3 cars the bottom class this year included uh, for the american audience the equivalent of a virtually stock nissan versa mm-hmm like, or not Versa. Um, <laughs> I was going to um, say, I would love to see that. Yeah, I, w- I would love to see that too. Uh, <laughs> Nissan. It's a car I, somebody tried to sell me when I was at a dealership. He would have bought it too. No, I wouldn't have bought it. Hmm. What? A no, Nissan no, it was, something. It was Versa. Was it a Versa? Maybe. Yeah. 
Yeah. Hatchback, yeah. Yeah. TCs yeah. or hatchbacks? I know. No, I no, know. no. Right? Below TC. Oh. Uh, it, it was a Dacia Logan, for anyone that wants to look that up. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Um, it, it was turning... So the leaders were turning lap times pretty regularly in the 10-minute, 15- to 20-second range. It was doing a 15-minute lap. <laughs> uh. And that was its best lap. Oh, my. It was getting lapped every two to three laps. <laughs> and it was so much fun to see happen. It's mm. such a crazy event that I I want so badly to go before someone finds out how much fun and crazy it is and decides, no, you can't do this. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, that seems... All the things I've seen at Nürburgring, it just seems so wild to me. Um, I've, I've watched and studied videos of it, and it just... I don't know. Just random... I, I my One of my things I do just randomly, I'll find these compilations of, of wrecks on uh, the Nordschleifer and just street cars or people that go and take their cars on and it just it's incredible just to watch all the different wrecks I'm sure it's not great for the people involved I wouldn't think but uh, <laughs> I'm trying to tell Sorry. Tyler to turn the volume down on my headphones because I can literally hear every breath I take every breath you I know take. a little high okay. in the mix uh, we good now oh, Bradley oh, this, yeah. we're doing this live yeah we're good Sting. I was starting to bother myself. We're doing this live, brother. You good? I know. Yeah, Every, everybody good. happy? Yeah, everybody I'm fine. Good? You good? Okay. I'm fine. Good. Uh, yeah, I mean, Nurburgring, when we got it, say we got it in iRacing, or when I first got it in the sim racing realm, it intimidated me because of how big it was, uh, learning the length of it. Uh, and you almost, it's almost like, how in the world am I being offered a course this large and long and, and this kind of a lap? Uh, you feel like it's almost uh, overreaching. Uh, it's something that you can't attain. And uh, even two years into racing the Nürburgring 24 and iRacing, I still struggle to memorize the course. Uh, and that's a, a new thing. It's certainly not going to get boring anytime soon to, no. to try to drive that course in a sim. It, I'm, I personally am at the point where I am very confident that I know left, right, left, 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 right, 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 <laughs> etc., but I would not say that I know the course, and I've been driving it in sim for mm, 10 to 12 years now. Yeah. I've turned thousands of laps around there, and I, I know all the corners, Yeah, but I wouldn't say that I know the course. That, that first half, I would say I know. It's after the, the banked carousel thing. Some reason, my mind separates it in two halves. Yep. After that carousel, yeah. it gets fuzzy. And no, if I could somehow in my mind break those down in some different way, oh. I would do. I would be uh -oh. in better shape. Uh, <laughs> we've got the bars here. The lid's on, so everything's fine. Uh, but we're drinking. What is that? Actually, what's that bottle? I was I teased before we did our... Oh, we got Sky Fireworks. Sorry. Hold on a second. I've just dumped the... Not a majority, but a good portion of the bar across my pants. Oh, oh no. Intermission. I'll be back in a minute. Intermission. Okay. <laughs> well, I will say we had sky fireworks. Uh, well, no, we had we had ground fireworks last night uh, and uh, in the first half. Uh, but we've now got some sky fireworks going on down. Looks like around turn one here at the Glen Bradley is what it looks like. Uh, <laughs> uh, as the bar, so we do have a bar here. We got we we went into. I want to talk to you, Bradley, about this. 
Uh, we went into the village of Watkins Glen for Bradley. It was the first time today. Uh, talk about that. Uh, your thought, because I, I could tell as we were going in. Last year, I told you, you need to come to this event. Uh, you need to be here. Right. Uh, because I was here, it was Bruce and I, just us. Uh, so I told you, this. you got to come see this. So here you are seeing it. You saw the course, but you saw the village of Watkins Glen. Uh, give me your thoughts on that as you... As, you um, in, as we went it's into a, town, it's a lovely place. A lovely it's an absolute place. Lovely place. I would vacation here, uh, outside of racing. Or I, the comment I made to you guys was, I would come here for a, a small series. Like I'd retire here. I'd retire. I'd retire. I'd here. come here in my off time. <laughs> come up to the Finger Lakes. Uh, um, no, Lake I would. Uh, yeah, I would. Here. I would come up here during a smaller series, not IMSA or anything like that. Uh, but camp here if you're able to. Um, so you have a place to stay. And you're at the track, but then I would just vacation, basically. do vac- Play golf, go down. The town is nice. The views from this town are amazing. Yes. Also, to say something slightly convers- controversial. Mm, please do. I would consider coming here for a smaller series, say NASCAR. Oh, <laughs> scathing. After next year with, uh, with GTP, et cetera. Yeah. It's going to be a really impressive six hour. Yeah. Oh yeah. No uh, doubt. Yeah. I mean, we're we're going to be at 24 hours of Daytona next year to see the debut, but it's it's going to be something. Are you going to be back here next year, Bradley? Of course. Uh, of course. You think this, so yeah, this is a me, nice place to be? You're telling me you you're coming back to yeah, this. Yeah, I would event. camp here again. I would do this exact thing again and yeah. hope the weather was maybe cooler but just as clear. Yeah. It's been nice. It's been a very nice time. Oh yeah, absolutely. It absolutely has been. This is this is definitely the experience uh, when you're camping here. You're you're at the top of a hill. When you go on to the turn one and S's side, I mean, you feel on top of the world in this part of New York. You see the lake uh, that's next to Watkins Glen, the village. Uh, and when you're driving into the town, you see you, you the lake kind of looms over you. And then, I mean, it's a lake with hills on either side. It's you feel like yeah. you're in a different for for us from the south from, and from the eastern east coast of the south which is all literally flat land straight roads just kind of dull honestly other than the beach is is close to you uh as travelers uh it's it's very it's got character and you feel like you're in a different country because we don't see this type of landscape where we are traveling from what i'm getting from tyler is he doesn't travel enough no all we travel a shit ton for races but i'm I'm, the trees here are different what i'm trying to do is wax poetic about the scenery oh please don't say wax poetic wax and poetic about Uh, the hills and the lake so and the boats north carolina i can interject briefly Yes. yes i have two questions for you oh boy one have you had a chance to take a uh, lap of the historic road course. We now we didn't do the full, but uh, Bruce, who was he came as a kid. You could, as you can tell, he's a, he's an older fellow. <laughs> uh, he was here. Okay, he watched F one here as a kid. You, for those of you listening, a I don't believe he watched F one here as a kid. He did. Oh really? Okay. At this course, not then, the street. Then in that case, yeah, but here. In that case, B he looks incredible for his age. He does. <laughs> uh, he watched the. F- it was was it, the, it was Joke, six, jokes on you Bruce is, Bruce is a spry 30 yeah he told me last Life's year been tough. he told me stories That's about watching him, so. Bruce's watch the it was like the six wheel Terrell it was that ridiculous yeah. he watched that at this course when oh, F1 wow. was here okay. uh, I I dare say that that scene from um, what was the movie if you're gonna say Rush, I'm gonna Rush. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but you know the scene I'm talking about. Ford versus uh, Ferrari. The, the scene that was yeah. shot at at um, uh, fuck, Brands Hatch. 
I get, yeah. But it was Problem. at this track technically, and the guy is injured. I Bruce Fran- Francois Sever. Yes. Oh, I remember he, that part. He, a, he wasn't just injured; he was killed. He was killed. Yeah, that was B, brutal. It was half a mile that way. Yeah, yeah. It was that was brutal. That was brutal. <laughs> that in the in the film that was brutal. For those of you, yeah. for those of you listening on audio, uh, pointing down the back stretch. Yeah, he, he was he was killed basically at the outer loop. Yeah, yeah. Bruce, I believe Bruce was telling us that his family, his mother, stopped coming to the races because of that death. It hit him yeah. hard. No, it was... And it changed. I mean, I think... What, F1 left shortly after that? Yeah, did they ever it come did. back? No, it never came back. And that was also the, the accident that, as much as it was terrible, made F1 kind of go stand back and say, we need to have a really serious conversation about safety. Yeah. Because this is not sustainable. Yeah. And, um, to your point, we did... When we were in, in the village, Bruce, being a veteran of this area showed us the there's when you're driving around downtown of the village there there are little cars yeah on the road and you can kind of map the old course so we didn't drive it but we do we did see it okay we drove on a bit of it before you completely leave drive it it's really cool Hmm. and and i would love to have the chance to drive it at pace and to go back to the theme of the podcast someone can definitely come out here and laser scan the yes. whole thing yeah. and build a model of the track. That would be cool. Hi, racing. We're looking. We're looking at you. Yeah, yeah. come. If it's a small um, village, it's a small Steve thing. Meyer, it'd be great. But also, my my second question for you: Have you had a chance to do Watkins Glen State Park? No. Do it. Yeah. Our our visits out here have, have been here, nothing but here. It's so far. It's an amazing little. Uh, I say little. I mean. In the grand scheme of things, little yeah, state park. It is. It starts off if uh, uh, those of you who are purely racing fans, I'm sorry, but it starts off the low end in the village at about 500 feet above sea level, mm. and rises to about 1,100 feet above sea level over the course of a mile and a half walk. That is just a staircase of waterfalls through a canyon. Montour Falls, we saw oh, that. We did see that. It's absolutely gorgeous. I mean, this is just a great area. It is. It's, it really uh, is. This this is, I mean, picturesque, I guess, is the word. I mean, you feel like you're describe. just away from everything else. Right. There's there's not a word I can use to describe how it makes me feel to come over the... To Hard? Be, you, <laughs> hard? Oh, God. Uh, to come over the hill... You come over a hill and you realize you're on elevation, but it's not incredibly steep. But you see the town and the yeah. water in the distance, and it looks almost like it's coming down at you. You don't yeah. realize how high up you are. Bradley and I, being from the flatland, are not used to water with well, hills no. on each side. It, that also, it, but it we, makes us feel like no, we're in Sweden. Speaking of Asheville and all that, we grew up in the Blue Ridge Mountains, off of the parkway. But, yeah. but we've been away for um, a while. Yes, but we're used to seeing sharp mountains and. Yeah, from that yeah, point yeah. of view, like say you're on the parkway, people don't know what I'm talking about. You probably know, of course you know. Uh, you look down off of the side of the, these overlooks, and it's sharp. It's distinct. Mm. Whatever you want to call it, <laughs> it's not you, the rocky. No, no, no. It's not the Rocky Mountains, Bradley. Well, Calm ah, down. Gosh, you, you, God, you, you've accidentally stumbled upon the single thing that annoyed me the most this entire weekend. Oh no! So I flew into Syracuse mm. and drove south uh. through Geneva along all of Lake Se- or Seneca Lake. Mm on New York 14 mm. from between Geneva and Watkins Glen there is a scenic overlook 
is what it <laughs> is marketed as. It is the only place along that entire drive that is not scenic. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's not. They're not tall mountains here. Exactly. Well, that's the thing. It's such a gentle slope. No, 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 no. Gentle slope. No, 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 no. You're deceived. To be, to, be, to be clear. Gentle slope. Literally, if they had picked an, any other tenth of a mile along the entire drive along this lake, it would have yeah. been gorgeous. Yeah, the lake is, is awesome. Yeah. It's, it's they, amazing. They, they picked the single hundred yards <laughs> where your view from the scenic overlook is about 150 feet of field <laughs> followed by a tree. Oh, my God. I mean, you, you think of New York, you think of the city. But I've never been to the city. Bradley and I have never been to the city. But last year, I, I came here via Ohio. So I drove through Erie, Pennsylvania. And I drove all the way um, from West New York to here. So I drove about half of the state of New York. And I'll tell you, Bradley, and I'll just describe it. It's, it's all hilly and rural as we were coming up here. And uh, it's interesting. I mean, the roads were pretty pretty empty, and uh, it, it changes it's your view of it all. Uh, but the travel that you do, I mean, you find a reason to travel one way, one way or the right. other. Uh, for us, and probably most people that are listening, uh, your means for tra- your reason to travel is the racing. It's it's to go to these races, endurance cup, and that type of thing. And uh, here in America, it's completely worthwhile. Uh, I mean, to touch back again. Uh, for the, us to travel out of the country, that's what we need to do to up our game. For those, we, I know we have listeners in, in the UK and uh, we have Dutch listeners and Australian listeners. I mean, you're, same you're, to you. You're making me nervous again. Oh, yes. Same same to everybody is you have to get out of your space. I mean, I, of course, it's a, it's a matter of within your means, but yeah. it's worth it. If it takes you two years to plan it and save up for it, it's, t- it's probably time to start now because... It keeps you in love with the whole sport. Yeah. On top of the travel. Yeah. It goes it goes hand hand. You're you're at the race, but you're also in a new place. Like I I would never have come here outside of racing, outside of yeah. the fandom of this sport. Yeah. Okay. And I'm so glad I'm here. Agreed. And and also for those of you who live in such far flung locales, I also recommend that you look up just really really interesting things to see in your own country yeah i i am very much not the first but an early person to say i want to leave the country yep yep taking this job with an unnamed team yeah has done an incredible amount of work for me on just seeing the gorgeous sections of our country that exist and also New Orleans. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Sorry to those of you who live in New Orleans. Was that that NOLA? Your your city sucks. Oh. It doesn't suck. Never been. It it doesn't doesn't suck. uh, Sidebar, did you travel with SRO? With the SRO crew team? Um, Or just support series? No, I traveled with support series, but one of our rounds happened to be with SRO and stuff. Oh, okay, because they were going to go to Ozark and then they moved it to yeah. okay. Yeah, we were. So one you of the were at that one, yeah. yeah. Um, never been to New Orleans, so would you say scratch that off? <laughs> no, I, I, I fully. So, dear listener, I am. <laughs> I may not sound it. I may not look it for anyone who's watching. I'm 24 years old. Secretly, I'm 94 years old. Uh, old soul? Old soul. Yeah. There we go. So, 
I completely understand what people fall in love with in New Orleans. That does not exist for me. Yeah, it is yeah. not a city for me. Mm. It was hot as fuck. <laughs> I didn't want to be there. It was Louisiana. We love it. to to give to give you an idea. It was according to my rental car. Mm. It was 90 degrees Fahrenheit, about 37, 38 degrees Celsius, for those of you who believe in sensible units. Uh, yep. Um, Canadians. Out, uh, well, no. Everybody. For those of you not from the U.S. or yeah. Liberia. We get shit for um, that from our Canadian guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all the time. So it was 37, 38 degrees Celsius, 90 degrees Fahrenheit, in the shade at 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's so. Sucky. I would say, would you rather have been at Ozark? I, I guess there were some. There were obviously I, logistical problems at there, Ozark. There were. I, I was excited to see it, but it does look like a really wild track. Yeah, um, wild. I I also, in a four day weekend, went through over thirteen hundred pounds of ice. Mm. Yeah, that was just a bathe in. I hope. It <laughs> <laughs> was that no, hot. We no, did take a cold was, shower. That was. I just, did. Yeah. Like I wish that I could go with that joke, but this one, th- this one gives you an idea even better. Th- that was purely to keep drinks cold. Oh, mm. wow! Yeah. Oof. The next SRO event is going to be in the desert in Death Valley. Next SRO event better better be like peaks of Colorado. Yeah. Oh, that would be nice. We we were just there at VIR. Yep. Not terrible, but last year at that event it was hot. Oh, today was uh, hot. Um, this year was apparently really bad. It was games. warm. It was it warm. Was warm. Yeah. Okay, it was warm. Imagine <laughs> doing that in fireproofs. Ooh. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was so bad for the teams. Yeah. I saw. Well, I saw. Uh, speaking of going backwards, Spencer Pompelli, Um When when we saw him in the pad in the fan walk, um, he had his fire suit kind of half down, and he had that cool shirt on. With uh, all the little tubes running through, yeah, yeah. Just and I wanted to—I want one of those just for walking around. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it looks amazing. For for those of you listening, I desperately want to make one of those, but instead of a shirt, <laughs> it's a blanket. Oh, oh yeah, that yeah, would be yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. So that goes on your bed, yeah. pumps cool water yeah. through it, pumps cool water in the summer or warm water in the winter, Ooh. Yeah. and also acts as a weighted blanket. Interesting. Oh, interesting. Yeah. You don't even need to work for undisclosed exactly. team. That's a multi-purpose I want thing. It so badly. <laughs> That's a multi-purpose yeah. blanket. If any of you make that, please, please send a message to the podcast, and you guys get it to me. <laughs> yes. I will buy one. I don't care what it costs. Yeah. Well, you, I you will would buy think one. if they can make a heated blanket, they can make a cooled blanket. Yeah. Otherwise known as but taking the blanket off. Exactly. <laughs> so, so I love the feeling of a weighted blanket, but yes. in the summertime, it's so hot. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I've tried to recently. Actually, I tried for the first time in my life uh, a weighted blanket, and it was weird. It's it's <laughs> it weird. weird first, what are you doing trying within, a weighted blanket on, bro? But just, within blankets. days, within days, you go. Yeah, you you miss is, it. This is amazing. Yeah, you miss it. Interesting. Um, you're supposed to make you feel safe and comfortable, I believe. Something like that. It's like it's yeah. it makes you feel good. It feels like wearing a hug. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Like it's not just something that rests. It it. You feel it. it's something. It's hard to explain. Okay, I guess. Imagine, imagine a bl- imagine your blanket, but heavier. I mean, that sounds about right. It, it really, honestly, feels like wearing a hug. Yeah. Interesting. So, racing, folks. 
Well, <laughs> that's raising a it is, yeah, it is. Well, I was, it is. I know, I know. I we can go back and dissect how we got there. And I, it was makes gonna, sense. I was going to interject there with. Um, we go way off topic. Don't oh, we worry. Do it, yeah. Um, don't worry. I was going to interject there with. I, I want to invent things for sim racing, but I'm not a good inventor, so I, I want to invent a cooling device for sim racers. But it's just a fan with a sticker on it. <laughs> it's a fan that says sim racing on it. So that's who it's for. So you, now you have to buy it. It's for sim racing fans? Yes. It's a sim racing exactly. fan for sim racing fans. That's right. Yeah, it just has to look kind of sleek. It's some cool shit, but it's it's nothing cool. It's just a fan. You have to now see directions. You have to point it just, at you. Just advertise that it ties into sim hub. Yeah, you got you got to point it at you. Those, that's the first rule. You got to point it at you, um, and uh, <laughs> and then you're good to go once it's pointed at you. You're in good shape. You don't even need you're to cr- plug it in. Just point it at you. Yeah, and there's a little cartridge where you can put an ice pack, and it'll, it'll you'll pr- think that it's blowing cool air on you, but it's really just melting the ice pack really quick. That's how it's working. Wait, how, who who told you about uh, Cool Shirt secrets? Isn't it? It is Cool Shirt. Isn't it like it's a thing with ice in it, right? Yeah, it's a cooler with ice in it that pumps the water through. Yeah. Which is great until you melt melt all the ice and then you're just gently being poached. Yeah, with the with the water. Yeah. My my invention is you have ice in a pile and a fan blowing on the ice, so technically the air should be cooler. That's but really pretty, the ice pretty much what cool shirts um but, but the cool ice is just melting. Is. That's my I tried that. I'm actually I'll say this. I had an ice pack at home and I have a fan next to my sim rig. And uh, I was hot one day, so I took that ice pack and put it behind the fan. I'm like, this is going to be air conditioning. Didn't work. So Didn't work. You you joke. Cool Shirt's cooling system for cool air is literally, you take a small cooler full of ice mm. with a copper pipe that runs through it in just a U. Not in a fancy heat exchanger pattern, but just a U. <laughs> and just literally is a loop with a fan on it to, to blow slightly cooled air on your face. Because I wonder about some of these cars. They Some of the cars, you see it in the sim, you see it in the in cockpit view, they have AC or fan outlets. Uh, most of those are, it, are purely uh, fresh air. They're not I was actually say, it's air not conditioned cool, at all. It's not chilled air, as you wouldn't say. Uh, that's Actually, let me correct that. That's not entirely true. A lot of GT3 and GTE cars mm. are required by regulation to have air conditioning. That is, actually, if you dig into the technical side behind it, really smart and clever. Hmm. Like, it will um, cut out the compressor if you're at over 90% throttle. Hmm. Or a bunch of different things. So it only is actively cooling the air when you're already off throttle so it's not robbing power from you. Hmm. They're, they're actually really, really smart if you want to dig into them. Yeah. But a lot of the like top flight GT cars are actually air conditioned. But too much below that, and it's just a box full of ice with air being blown yeah. through. That's really all it well, is. Well, hey, I, I thought about it. I did that in the sim. How about it? <laughs> uh, let's take an intermission here on the show. It's about uh, 10 p.m. local time. The fire is well and lit. The sun is pretty much fully set. There's a little bit of light over the horizon here at Watkins Glen. Uh, I wonder if it's going to be another cool night. If we're going to get closer to the fire, we'll see what we got going on. The whiskey's a-flowing. 
We'll be back here in just a second. The party's lively here at the cookout at the infield for the Watkins Glen Six Hours, Saturday night. It's time to do the epilogue, guys. The sun is fully set. It is dark. The fire is well and lit, but we have plenty of firewood. And Bruce is back at the table. We're sipping some local New York whiskey bourbon. Uh, Bruce, you're back with us in the second half on the Saturday edition as we close this thing out. Uh, because uh, the big race is the, is the next day. I don't know. How are you feeling? How are we feeling? Hot, sweaty. Hot. Oh, it, it feels good at night. Yeah, it feels good at night. Oh, it's it? nice. Yeah. Well. The yeah, weather is good. We had to turn on the AC today, so. Yeah, it was hot during the day. It really was hot. Uh, I want to shout out to Taylor Parsons from Screeching Moose Motorsports Sim Racing Team. Uh, he and uh, they spent the day with us today, and uh, we have a rain check for a studio show. Uh, they joined us. They raced with us in the Operation Motorsport League, and uh, that's just a fun team and uh, a good good group of guys. Um, but it's been we spent the day all together. Pretty hot. Uh, pretty pretty burnt but i feel really good right now i have to say uh, if we're going to do an epilogue to this this trip this road show which has been just massive in the can and the theme is camping the theme is never leaving the track living at Watkins glen for a weekend uh if we're going to do an epilogue on it it's going to be um i have no regrets uh it's opened up doors for these other races uh we're going to look at planning these other race trips so differently yeah especially with imza and endurance races right wouldn't you say bradley yeah for sure um we have a lot of shopping to do yeah because i, I look well, around we learn about here. supplies yes yeah oh you, you will i think i said last night like coming here for 20 years or whatever camping and stuff you know every year you bring back something that you saw last year to somebody yeah. like oh, i like that idea yeah you know and um so yeah, you'll you'll once you get into you know the lifestyle, I guess you say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's yeah, right. It, it is a different lifestyle, right? Um, you'll yeah, you're gonna be doing a lot of shopping <laughs> every year. Yeah. You gotta do shopping before a trip. Camping supplies uh-huh. and that type of thing. Yeah, just small things to quality of life things when you're out here. Um, right. I would describe what you have here as. The, pinnacle, the, higher the pinnacle. Yeah, the pinnacle. The pinnacle. And again, it comes from experience in yeah. doing it. Like, yeah. Like, I noticed I posted some stuff on Facebook, you know, and some of, some of my family and friends posted, like, oh, it looks <laughs> like you've done that before. Like, <laughs> they know. Yeah, yeah, we have. So. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and you know what's interesting? In each, each facility you go to, it's going to have its little unique things that you need to prepare for. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, or, or whatever spot you're in. You, you'll kind of learn. You know, you'll go to a track, especially you guys. Like, you know, first time you go to camp at a track, right? You'll mm-hmm. say, I don't know. I'm just ordering a spot online. Yeah. You know, yeah. Spot. And then you get there and you're like, oh, either this is really great or yes. oh, this spot sucks. <laughs> you know, yeah, right. let's not get here again. You know, maybe maybe because water runs down it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Whatever. You know, but or maybe you like the spot, but you say, oh, you know, next year when we come back, we need to have this x y and z you know, yeah to be prepared so you know it, it takes time it takes time i feel like the next it'll be vir or petite lamaze where we end up i do feel uh so here at watkins Glen on saturday night we've got not only fireworks in the sky sky fireworks as we say there's a 
What is they? What do they call that? A rolling concert? Rolling concert. What is that even? Around. What does that even mean? There's a band on a wagon. A band on a wagon. <laughs> Uh, Are you saying it's a bandwagon? It's a bandwagon, yes. They're in the boot right now, it looks like. I I think. Yeah, last I saw them, they were heading up that way. They were were over at turn 10 a little while I just saw, I saw the lights of the thing. We saw it where we are not long ago, but I think they're out towards the boot, but they're really, they are loud. They They carry. The sound carries. Is it, wait, is it actually a band? Yeah. It was. I thought it was just speakers. I, it was when it started, but now I, I question Why would somebody just drive around with, with speakers? Because they're festive. They're festive. So they're playing the radio on loudspeakers. Yeah. I thought it, That's kind of lame. comes over here, we got to get them on the air. It That's kind of lame. It was a band in the beginning, for sure. It was definitely live. Oh, wow. So I've, I wanted I wanted to yell to him play some Skinner. Yeah. Free bird. Free bird. Oh, God. <laughs> Is that the thing No, it's got to be like a stage on the back of a, of a truck. Right? They're towing it. It was some sort of trailer. It was all done it's up, a stage. obviously. Yeah. It, had a light. it was like a light show and stuff So it's a it. concert on the Holy truck. It Holy is. shit. It's a rolling concert. It hasn't, come right, it hasn't come right by us, but it was close it to was us. It was close. When we started the show, it was it was not far. Oh. That's yeah. But it's still going on now. It's about 10.30 local time. I think they said it was like 6.30 to 10.30. Yeah. Which is, is a shame because quiet time's 11, but... It's Saturday night at Watkins Glen. There doesn't need to be a quiet time, <laughs> goddammit. No. I mean, I... I I don't think they need to enforce it. Like nobody really is enforcing anything. No, but do you really need a quiet time? Everyone's pretty quiet they to are. begin with. I mean, there's generators running. There's generators. Were they really obnoxious? I just took a walk up to the shower area, and uh, fires blazing everywhere. Everywhere. Uh, the campsite just across the little street from us—they've got a projector screen projecting, I believe, like qualifying from earlier today. Uh, onto their, they've got like an easy up that has a, a back, to, a one side back to it, and they're projecting uh, some session from earlier today with. I saw prototypes. That's all I know. Uh, they're projecting projecting it onto the background of their easy up, uh, whatever it is. It's like a back. It, it's like a screen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Screens. Yeah. But I mean, how, I'm walking by that, and we've got our site here. We've got lights up and an easy up here, big easy up. We got a fire. You want a screen? I'll get you a screen. We got we'll a TV a here. We have a TV here. Then. Yeah. We got to go bigger next year. But every, I mean, it's we just saw something we want to do next year. See, there yeah. You go. It's like so it begins. My oh, point. My uh, point is, it's, what a rabbit hole. It's so. It's 10:30. It's late. It's late. But is it's it? so lively here. There's music. Everybody's got a fire. Everybody's people have TVs or music or radios playing. So projector screens. Everybody's sipping on something. I mean, I really, if we're gonna close out this episode and this this trip, this road show, uh, that's that's the picture I would paint. Is it's late at night and, and the party is going, but it's not. It's not a ridiculous party. It's a. It's just it feels right. It feels right for this type of racing. It feels right for where we are and what we're, what we came here for. It really yeah, does. It's just a bunch of people that have something in common that, that, that are all hanging out right now. One big family, right? These campsites it's, have like Ferrari and McLaren and BMW yeah. and Porsche flags. Like everybody in here knows what's going on. Yeah, definitely. They appreciate everything that's going on. You don't have any posers. We, we heard at the beginning, we heard on the first half, Rob on the phone talking about the poser fake fans at the F1 race in Montreal. And you don't have any of that here. You just don't. At an IMSA race, at Watkins Glen especially, you don't have any of that. You have people that have come here for years and years, or they're just starting that, 
but they come in here with some knowledge and they come in here with some appreciation and respect for what this is and uh, it's evident you don't even have to talk to everybody we've talked to some people but you don't have to talk to everybody. you could see it walking by these campsites oh, you can see it by right the the decorations adorning the campsites like you said the flags and the banners and yeah. stuff you know, and 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 their t-shirts and hats and it, you could just tell i mean you know, maybe that's why the crowd isn't so huge because these yeah. are these are real fans. Yeah, right. It's not just people coming up to party. NASCAR is a lot of that. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and back in the day, you know, when when this place went bankrupt, <laughs> it was because of the Formula One and all the parties here. Yeah, yeah, it was all the people coming that had no idea what was going on in the track mm. or who was what. What's you know, but they're here for the party. Yeah, you know, so that's gone. Thank God. <laughs> to me, yeah. this is the right amount of party. Yeah, it's yeah, it's right. It's you just could, right. You go right now. You can probably walk up to any campsite with beer in hand and just start up the conversation. Yeah, about, you know. we've had people walk by us as we we've got a big mics, so we got laptop, we got set up, we're lit up. We've had people stop by and ask us what we're doing or pointing at us, and we, I mean, it's just the way it's gone, and it's it's just all friendly. It's it's welcoming, and you just have to feed into that on your own individual part. We've tried to do. We've done that. Everybody, oh, we got fireworks. We got fireworks. Sky fireworks. Ooh. Fireworks in the sky. Yeah. It's not quite time yet. No. Um, so we we made some picks just a moment ago. I'm picking Wayne Taylor racing to win. Yeah. Picking fa- Faf Porsche to win GTD Pro. Not as confident about that as I am about picking an Acura. Who do you think is going to win, Bruce? We didn't get you a bit ago. Try to remember. Who won last year? Mazda, so yeah, sorry. So right, no right. luck. That's why I couldn't remember. It's going to be somebody else. Well, of course. Yeah, of course, course it is. Yeah, it is. It's so, so how, how would you say obvious? Yeah. Um. <laughs> so who you think's going to win? Cadillac. That's that's <laughs> no, actually bold. All of the Cadillacs are in the bottom. All of the them. two Acuras yeah. start one two. Yeah. I mean, just, you have a good odds. Yeah. Because there's more Cadillacs. There's more. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I really don't. It's kind of wild. What about GTD, GTD Pro? Do you have somebody you think could get it? Out of all those manufacturers? Maybe where, that's the more interesting. Yeah, where where did uh, where'd Corvette end up? Not good. Not, Not good. good huh? Not great. Yep. Yeah. You're going to have to go European, Bruce. Uh, BMW team. Ah. There's a Ferrari up there. Rizzi yeah. Competition. Rizzi Competition. Yes. Uh, you know, he's only following the six race series. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, I, might, I might go with them. I think you think I Ferrari? That's bold. I, th- I, think I still think that's yeah. bold. Yeah. Yeah, that it is it a bold. It could pick. be. But Take it. I think. Take it. I think they can get it done. Okay. Ferrari for Bruce. Hey, yeah. I think. Uh, I never really made. I don't think I made my pick. Uh, I don't think I, you did. I either. like Letterman Lane again. Ray Hall Letterman Lane. They're on the pole. They're on the pole. But I like that heart of uh, heart of racing. They're second. Martin. They're starting second. I yeah. could see them winning this yeah. okay. tomorrow. Yeah. I could see Six it. Six hours. So yeah. yeah, yeah. How about it? Yeah. Closing thoughts. But if we knew who was going to win, go home now. Yeah, yeah pretty I mean, much. Yeah, yeah. It was a good race, guys. It was fun to watch. Yeah, it was good. It went exactly as I imagined it. We're gonna, we're going to wake up at the track. Right. There's practice tomorrow morning. Yeah. Warm up at eight o'clock sharp. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'll be waking up to that. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's the so, alarm. You don't need an alarm. No, you don't. Cadillac engines yes. roaring in the background oh, of yes. the Jackie Stewart grandstand here. Yes. All echoing off the stands and stuff here. It's pretty cool, right? You know, 
I- I'm glad you guys like decided to camp here. Yeah. I mean, it's you know, it's like I didn't want to say I told you so, but but you did, <laughs> and you were right. You yeah, were right. You, know, you were right. Anybody, you know, you can't speak for all the tracks and how they are. <laughs> but but if anybody knows this track, you know this track. I know this track. I mean, yeah. yeah. So, like I said before, I've been coming here for a lot of years. So <laughs> yeah, um, I've done this a couple of times. So yeah, um, you know, so awesome having you guys here. And, 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 you know, podcast obviously is a great setting where we're at. It's yeah. a good location. I mean, I picked these spots because we kind of are late getting the sites. Yeah. Um, I wanted two together, and I saw these. I'm like, I kind of know the area. Mm. I was more concerned about how hilly it was. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. That ma- that does make make good sense. So now that we've camped here, I'm like, you know, these are, I like these. These are keepers. Yeah, I might renew these for next year. And we might be yeah. back next year. Oh yeah. Wait a minute. Might Brad- be. Bradley said we will be back. Next yeah. Year. This is on the we list. We will be back next. Oh, year. there you go. Nice. And, and Rob, you're driving from Canada. The fire. Yeah. The fire might be. We need to put some logs on the fire. We're gonna move our chairs. <laughs> yeah. To the fire. It's. It was cold. It was pretty cool last night. I don't think we're going to put long sleeves on tonight, no. but I do think we're going to sit by the fire and sip some local New York whiskey. Um, and you're with us. This has been a hell of a road show, as we knew it would be. And uh, we're going to be at Mid-Ohio next week. The week after that, will be uh, the show will be from Pittsburgh International Race Complex, where Bradley and I will be learning and competing in some karting in Pittsburgh. Uh, so we're still on the road for the next two weeks. Then we'll be back in the studio um, in July. Uh, so it's a hell of a time. It's a pretty hot summer here at Into the Apex. Yes. It's a hot summer. Hot summer. Hot summer on Into the Apex. IntoTheApex.com to join the Discord community. MadSimRacing.com for the sim racing world. And uh, Bruce, we'll catch you in the studio uh-huh. on the fourth mic. Yes. Before we know it. Yes. You'll I, be there. Yeah. I don't know when, but yeah. One we'll day. Be there. <laughs> One of these days. <laughs> One of these days. We're, so, we're, not, we're not that booked up right now. We're no, good. Huh? You'll you be got there. some openings? Yeah, we got some openings. We'll get you in there. <laughs> you always get openings. We always, you, got, whoa, whoa. We always got room always for you. Always got openings. Oh, wide like, openings. I don't, I don't like the way he says that, when he, the way he looks at it. <laughs> I know. He says <laughs> we got closing. Isn't it nice, yeah. though, that I can look, at, look into your eyes yeah. in the flesh? Yeah. Yes. You can read the room. Yeah. Right. We have closings for you, not openings. Oh. I don't know what that means. I just said <laughs> it. I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> it's the it's fact that I can we can talk on the podcast and I can go give Bruce a hug after this is, <laughs> is amazing. Okay. Well that's an interesting <laughs> Please don't do that. But yes, no, please. it's just the fact that I can do it. I just I really like fire. <laughs> Guys, let's go play with fire. Yeah. The fire, fire. is fire. the fire needs fire. a log. The fire yes. needs a log. It does. Let's go drop a log. Let's go drop some logs. Let's go drop some logs. <laughs> All right. It's been Into the Apex, everybody, live from Watkins Glen. Thanks for joining us. We'll catch you at Mid-Ohio next weekend. You've been listening to Into the Apex. From Sim Racing Media. Check out the show's upcoming road trips and join the community at IntoTheApex.com. 